hell out of my kitchen. Anybody that's been to my house or been to one of my Thanksgivings knows, yeah. out anybody. No, I accidentally sat on it. <laughs> Tracy. Not, a, not a twist. Though. And Dawn. No one is noticing them! God dang you and your stuff! The Rob, Eddie, and Dawn Show. We got a few of these we'll sprinkle in throughout today's show. This one's from Adina. Hi, Adina. She wrote in to say, I'd like to wish a very happy 248th birthday today, November 10th, to the United States Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. Hey, America. Reminds me, uh, when, I was, uh, when I was in a community college uh, down in the South Gay area. Gay area. Was uh, was taking uh, radio courses. The very first, they, so like, they, they put you through, like, there's a, there's a radio class where they start to teach you about, you know, radio stuff. And then they get you into the studio pretty quickly. They don't put you on the air. They had a, they had a functioning radio station. They ran it like a top 40 radio station. Uh, so, but they put you in the production room to just start recording things so that they can start working on your voice, your presentation, things like that, and have you read PSAs. Ugh. And they had, yeah. Ugh. I mean, <laughs> but at the time, you're super excited. Like, all right. Yeah, you know, ch- and and it's, all, it's all, of course, they're PSAs, so for the most part, it's depressing stuff about child abuse. And, they, and you're just you're, you're reading them and recording them, and then the, the instructor will come in, and they'll listen back. And so my first day, and I, they, they, they have you read them like over and over and over again. for the, It seems like forever. It's probably only five or ten minutes. And so my very first day, uh, he, he, the, the instructor comes in, and he listens. And he goes, wow, great. You're a natural. Great presentation. Uh, you got great voice. Uh, one thing, though, it's Army Corps of Engineers. Because oh. I kept saying Army Corps. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a high school graduate, 17 years old, and I don't know how to pronounce C-O-R-P-S. Oops. So was this Engineer Bob at the time, or no. is this a different instructor? This was his underling. Oh, oh you, the, you, bri- the bridge troll? Yes. Bridge <laughs> yes. troll? Produce, producer Nick uh, is also of uh, Ohlone College fame. Uh, and yes, it was the bridge troll. who uh, He and I had a... You know, I had a love-hate relationship for the two years uh, that I was there. Yeah, you don't get you don't get to you, you don't get to meet Engineer Bob until you've been like a, a knight. Oh, God, oh, God damn it! Yeah. So, who were the Billy Boat Goats gruff then? If there's a there's a bridge troll, who were the Billy Goats? You guys don't know the story. Never mind. Okay. We didn't go to the okay. hippie school, so neither did I. <laughs> this was a bedtime story. My brother got read to him when I was a little kid. The Billy Goats gruff. There's three ghosts trying to cross a bridge, and there's a troll bridge. The books change throughout the years. <laughs> there are the classics, right, that, that a lot of us get read to, but then there are books that my friends will talk about reading their kiddos that I'm like, I don't remember those from, like, the kiddos in our family. So maybe, you know, it was after our time. Billy, nobody else knew. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Well, Somebody he, out there he, knew what you were oh, talking yeah, about. Absolutely. Kyle's the youngest one, right? Of, oh, on the, yeah. On the, that on the that show. whopping five-year difference between he and Brandon. <laughs> that makes a difference in well, kid land. <laughs> For sure. Let me see. The the youngest person here is the the phone screener. Yeah. Phone screener. Do you know what Billy Goat's gruff is? No. She. Damn she it. doesn't. Wow. She gave me the stink eye. Okay. So I mean, she's way younger. And she's higher on the fentanyl. Than Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's like you know. Now we've moved on to even oh, other books. Kyle wouldn't know. Uh, Adina says, "I'd like to wish you a very happy 248th birthday today to the United States Marine Corps." Our son Taylor is now an officer and just celebrated his 15th anniversary of becoming oh, a Marine. Oh, yay. Thank he you so much. He joined at 18 and now at 33 has accomplished so much, and we are so proud of him and so thankful as well for all that the military stands for. It does for our nation. Semport oh, 5. Whoops, yay. I put out Engineer Bob in there. I don't want to play that. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday or we'll punch you in the face. Marine Corps birthday today. I did check with uh, a very close friend of mine uh, who's uh, a former Marine. 
and he confirmed that you don't have to be a Marine to wish another Marine happy birthday. It's the same thing as thanking them for their service. So if you know a Marine, happy birthday is an appropriate thing to say today. Tomorrow oh. is actually Veterans Day. We observe it today if you're on the traditional five-day uh, work week. Which you can say happy Veterans Day, unlike Memorial Day, where people say don't, happy Don't Memorial. say happy no. Memorial Day. It's, it's a day of death. <laughs> yes. It's a day of mourning for the love of God. Oh, but this one you can say happy Veterans Day. All right, uh, team meeting. Brandon, uh, I'm going to start with you. Uh, okay, th- um, mm-hmm. uh, let's see. The, 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 the orange-brown, this is for a, a segment coming up. I just need to know what the official show position is on, on this. The orange-brown thick liquid that's inside a Snickers bar. Oh, it's uh, caramel. Oh, it's caramel. Or, okay. Or is it nougat? No, no. It's it, he's got the right stuff. Is it's it caramel? It's, a, it's caramel. Mm. What? Why is it orange? Shut up. I'm talking about the pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. Because that's how Snickers describes it. I got it right off their website. Really? What? Go, go right to them. Like I said orange brown. Uh, Jesus. Oh. Yeah, it's caramel. <laughs> it's caramel. Crack. Caramel. Car- okay. That, that, caramel. That, that, caramel. Caramel. Oh, God. Caramel. We've got a tie. It's not caramel. Yes, caramel. It's caramel. It's caramel. No. Caramel. Caramel doesn't roll off the tongue. This Caramel's like a dump truck hitting a building. Sounds Caramel. like a cigarette. Caramel's way easier to say than caramel. Yeah, caramel. What God. sounds like a cigarette? Caramel. I'm going to get me a pack of caramels. Okay. Great. And, and those are great. I loved caramel cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so, so you got... The, the town on the central coast of California that Clint Eastwood was the mayor of, that's Carmel. That's completely different. Yeah. So it's either Carmel or Caramel. Yeah, and I was literally just having a conversation about Carmel's because one of my, <laughs> my best friend that's in town was telling me about this place that they the, the best she's ever had and, and, and everything about it is nonprofit and they give money to charities and stuff that they support. And we were just having the conversation. She was going over the different Carmel's that were there. And I was like, oh, my God, I love Carmel. So it I'm, is caramel. I do, I do not say caramel. Was ever. she saying caramel as well? I don't remember. Oh. Mm. I th- it seems to me like it would have stood out. Like it would have bothered you. No, because that is a word that I, I've I've learned that people uh, uh, fight about or disagree upon or say differently. I know there. I've heard caramel a lot. Whatever, say caramel. Good for you. I say caramel. <laughs> they are both correct. Just just before anybody gets their panties oh, in, a, okay. in a bun, they're they're both correct pronunciations, but there is a delineation yeah, between. But them. caramel is the right one because you don't say it's a caramel apple. You say it's a caramel apple. Exactly. Oh, he's got a point there. I mean, when you like the kids are all excited. Oh, I want a caramel apple. I want yeah. a caramel. Like, I want a caramel, and the, you don't correct them. No, you're gonna have a caramel Crap. apple. But see, that's where I'm stuck because the candy is caramel. Like I'll have some caramels, but if you're putting like uh, on ice cream, like oh, caramel on the ice cream. Yes, like all mode caramel. Yeah, mode. Yeah, put your pinky up. No. So it. wait a minute. So you're mode, you're doing the bisexual pronunciation. Yes, you're saying that it, that you will use it based on the usage of the. I, of I'm the... discovering right now in the moment that car- caramels are candy, and you can have a caramel apple. But if you're having like a, like an ice cream dessert dish, you put caramel on mm-hmm. your ice cream. No, I still say caramel sauce. Do you want some? Because because we we have God kiddos that love ice cream sundaes. A couple of that, well, they all do. But anyway, a couple that'll come over, and I'm like, do you want hot fudge? Do you want caramel sauce? And they'll say caramel sauce. No one says caramel sauce on their ice cream. I, I'm with Nick on this. I, I have to agree that when you're using it as like a like a like an accent on a dish, it's definitely caramel. But if it's a if it's a part of the item like a caramel apple, I, I, Nick's Nick's spot on with and, that. And so and Kyle, it's yeah. never it's never caramel. Yeah. So I remember hearing caramel, and I thought it was kind of a stupid way to say it. I know people like it, but it just sounds like you're trying to be fancy, I, like 
Like uh, you gotta have your pinky up on it almost. Like it's maybe it's Frenchy. Interesting. Listen, I, I, you know what? It, what annoys me, and this is what we're doing right now, is people demanding it is said their way. You say caramel all you want. You think it sounds amazing? You, you just it, buzzed him. Because they were annoying me. <laughs> because they're demanding it's their way. Okay. And that's well, fine. This is what we do. I'm a, whatever. I'm just saying. Say it however you want. Don't tell me how to say it, and don't tell me it's bi or whatever. Well, we can, we're, I'm meeting you halfway. I'm saying you're right, but I'm also saying I, that caramel is just the way that you use it when you're dressing things up. All right, so Rob, the whiskey test. If somebody's serving you a fine glass of whiskey, they say it has, has notes of this and this and caramel. Well, they wouldn't, they wouldn't say caramel. They'd say it has notes of this and oak and this and but, caramel. Okay, but when you, when you, when you cook down... A, a, a sauce or whatever, you're caramelizing it. You're not caramelizing it. Well, that, that's a process. Right. That's a verb. Yeah. That's right. It's different. So it's caramel. <laughs> caramel. Listen. I find this fascinating, by the way. And I'll explain why in a moment. I find it highly annoying because I, I don't even care if I'm right. I don't. I don't need to meet any. I, I don't. I, I don't. I. We could be in a room of a hundred people, and if ninety-nine of y'all say caramel, goody two shoes for you. I'm gonna say caramel. <laughs> It, it, it is one of those words you can say either way. I will stand against people trying to say it is the, there's only one way. No. Uh, Truman wrote in, he might start another fight. He, uh, he uses a different example. I'm with Nick and Brandon. It depends on the sentence. I like pecan pie, but I don't like eating pecans by themselves. No, that's another one. You either say pecan or pecan. 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 You are pecan. out of your mind. That pecan. is one of those that people go back and forth over. Right. They don't. People that say pecan <laughs> would not agree with you, and people that say right. pecan wouldn't agree with you. Right. I don't agree. You're with literally them. on your own island when you're sitting there saying it's both ways. It's pecan. Yeah, pecan yeah. is something that I have in my car when I'm a pinch on a road trip. <laughs> um. So uh, the, okay. So uh, as I said, there are uh, two two different ways. Uh, to pronounce it, and they are both technically correct. But I find it fascinating, Brandon and Nick, who I would describe as the more, how would we say it? Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Uptight. No, 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 no. no. Uptight. Would, would we be okay with maybe maybe um, sensitive? Oh, we, yes. Is that okay? In a, in a positive way. Nick is sensitive? In yes. touch with our feminine side. Very much yes. so. No, yes. and, and that okay. is in a positive way. I, yes. I love that they yes, both... Yes, yes are extremely men they're they're both men no doubt um in their manliness but they also are are okay with tapping into right. their um, uh not feminine side emotional side but for, but for sure half of me is three quarters gay yes for sure <laughs> and, yeah that's perfect and then and then we have we have uh we have kyle who right away when i when i read the marine corps uh, birthday i said america and, and which i was highly offended by we have the uh the, because that's usually what people I know Kyle wasn't doing it because Kyle loves the military. Yeah. Kyle has a ton of military in his family. He, what, uh, the word trigger, he was making me think of other people that I'll hear say it because they're making fun of how patriotic people are. Mm. Oh, they'll go, yeah. America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Kyle was yeah. not I'm, doing no, that. No, I'm, and no, and, and another proud. reason it annoyed me is I didn't want anybody <clears throat> thinking that's what Kyle meant because Kyle is very pro military and has a ton of military. People in his can family. think what they want about me. I don't care. I know where well, I stand. I'm glad, I'm glad you don't care, and that's exactly how we all should feel, but I'm also very protective of all of you. So I, I can care. Um, and <laughs> if then somebody thought that of you. The most xenophobic person I've ever met, Dawn, also is, <laughs> is staunchly caramel. Yeah. So caramel, caramel is the accepted, proper, most popular version of the pronunciation in America. Caramel 
is the British pronunciation. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah you know what? Oh, yes. Oh. Brandon and pip, pip. Nick would be more European. <laughs> yep, exactly. For sure. I agree. Sitting at a soccer game but, eating their caramel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the good news is that the story I have where we're going to have to, I'm going to have to say the word, is related to candy, and everyone agrees that when it's candy, it's caramel. <laughs> so we don't have to have, bring this up again. Uh, uh, Megan wrote in and said, it's the Pirates of the Caribbean argument. How do you pronounce Caribbean? Yeah, it's Caribbean or Caribbean. That is a bisexual word. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you're traveling, you're going to the Caribbean. Right. Yeah. If you're riding the ride, it's Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> uh, I'm going to the Caribbean. Or do you have to say the Caribbean? You don't have to do anything. <laughs> it doesn't sound right. It doesn't. It's, no. the, it's the Caribbean. You're going to the Caribbean. But I want to say the Caribbean. Then go ride the ride or see the movie. <laughs> so is jerk sauce Caribbean like sauce or is it Caribbean sauce? That's a Caribbean sauce. What do they say in the Car- Caribbean areas? <laughs> what do they say? What do the locals say? Well, that that is yeah. that is the right question because yeah. it's how do how do locals pronounce yeah. a place? It's Nevada, even though technically it should be Nevada. It's Nevada, yeah. because that's what locals say in Nevada. So when, they, when you get there and they say, welcome to the Caribbean, they will the say Caribbean. The, they'll say the Caribbean. Caribbean, okay. Uh, see. Okay, a lot of people writing in to confirm uh, that uh, they, they are with Kyle. Uh, Sharon says, I remember the story of Billy Goat's Gruff. <laughs> uh, I'm a bit older than you. I can't oh. remember how exactly the story goes, but the goats had to answer riddles or something from the troll to get across the that's bridge. That's right, yeah. That sounds cute. Uh, Deirdre says, I'm 44, and I remember the three Billy Goats gruff, Kyle. My mom used to read me those fairy tales. Maybe her being German had something to do with it. Hmm. Yeah. It usually doesn't it usually go in, a, in decades, right? A 10-year span, you can find people that are like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I relate to that. Then you get beyond that, and it's like, mm, don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea. Oh. See, I remember it was a children's <laughs> book. It, had, it was like an updated one. It, was, it had, like, uh, nice printed pictures and everything on it. I remember like reading it. Well, I didn't read it. My mom read it to my little brother, and I had to share a room with him. I wasn't happy about that. <laughs> I had to stay up and listen to bedtime story time with the little one. Aww. Makes it hard to crust a sock while that's happening. Uh, I know. I know. Or, or hide your Game Boy under the pillow. <laughs> uh, Tiffany says, I'm 48, and I was told the Billy Goat's gruff story as a child. It's been around for many moons. Oh. Uh, Roger says, I'm 35. That's... Not even is that that's around your age, right? What are you, thirty-two, Kyle? Thir- I'll be thirty-three next month. Yeah, oh. I'm thirty-five, and I remember the Billy Goats gruff books. Kyle, you're not alone. All right. Um, this email <laughs> is from uh, Bradley. Hi, Bradley. Obviously, watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. He says, "Why do Brandon and producer Nick have beanies on, and why doesn't Kyle have a beanie on? Does Kyle think he's better than them?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> is this uh, some sort of planned beanie thing? Is- so there's there is a little bit of a backstory. Yesterday, I in the middle of the show, I got tired of my my hair because it's in this awkward stage as I'm growing it out. It's like poofy. It's almost like Afro style, and it just drives me nuts. So I put on my beanie, and then Rob made fun of me because it looked like I was wearing a bandage on my head, <laughs> uh, which is absolutely correct. Yeah, because of your headphones. Yeah. And- and the, and the color of the beanie, it absolutely looks yeah. like I was at war. Um, but Nick actually shared a story about how what his morning routine is, and it oh, involves yeah. this beanie. Yeah, so, so right now, this is the only time I ever listen to the, the rad show with clothes on. My oh, normal routine is, I w- yeah, drink drink it in, ladies. Drink it in. I wake up, I have my coffee, I'm in my underwear, and my and my, my, my night shirt, and this this hat, that I'm this beanie I'm wearing right now, because it makes me feel cozy, and I sip coffee and listen to the show and make notes about what to make promos out of him. So... Brandon oh, and I are in great. solidarity today with our 
Our beanie hats. Beanie strong. <laughs> yes, and I don't know if I'm better than both of them because I just wasn't invited to the beanie party today. <laughs> like, that, I don't know if they texted and told each other we're going to wear beanies, but I, w- I wasn't notified. And usually I wear beanies when I go snowboarding, and I don't know if I can <laughs> I, I'm going to buy you a beanie, Kyle. I'm getting I, you a beanie. I have like seven of them. I even have one that plays music through it. Oh, like, oh that's good. cool. Yeah. Kyle, I have a beanie in my truck. Do you want to wear it? No. <laughs> oh. Thank you. I had forgotten the backstory yesterday of why Brandon had put the beanie on. So uh, when I noticed uh, before the show that both Brandon and Nick were wearing beanies, I was like, is there something wrong with the air conditioning? Right, is, is there, it really cold in there? Is there, is there, is there, is there <laughs> something going on? Well, with the extra body in here with Nick visiting this week, it doesn't regulate the temperature as well. So it gets really hot in here. And I think that's just because of Nick and how, how sexy he is. That's what I do. Yeah. I'm helping. By the way, Brandon, what, how... Uh, how, how how poofy are you growing your hair? Well, currently it's it's pretty poofy, but <laughs> I got about six more months uh, until it gets to the point where it starts to lay down. Um, but the back part is the, the the part that really drives me crazy because the way that it curls, it almost looks like I have a mullet. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> well, those are back, you know. Yeah, there, I know, so. but I, I don't like it. Is there is there like a final look you're envisioning or going for? I, I think I'm gonna go for the Jesus look. Yeah, oh. yeah, I think it's full flowing locks. Ooh, that'll look good. Yeah. So right now I would call it the Benicio del Toro look. Oh, I like. We're that. working yeah. towards the Jesus, but right now it's Benicio del Toro. I love it. Love. Uh, Leonard wrote in and said. Uh, <laughs> Billy Goat's Gruff was published in 1841. Whoa. You could publish things back then? I'm 58 <laughs> years old, and I remember this as a kid, too. How come we never got it read? Maybe we did, and we forgot. No, we were just cool. <laughs> I, think, I think we're getting, we're starting to get there's a cultural thing here. It sounds really cute, though. <laughs> it, it was annoying. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm picking up on that. Uh, Joseph says, Billy Goat's Gruff is still around. I read it to my kids often. Oh. So, loser. So, see, okay, stop. Um... Oh, here. Oh, that's right. I had this stupid story. I've been carrying this. We do this every now and then. We're talking about how to pronounce caramel versus caramel. Uh, and it, there's always these words that people can't pronounce uh, properly. So uh, just a couple of quick ones that, that made the new list because the list changes every year. Uh, Brandon, mm-hmm. okay, uh, you, you, don't live, you don't live in an urban area or a suburban area. You live out where the farms are. What is that? Oh. Rural. Right. Okay. Oh, I always uh, suck at that word. Uh, uh, Kyle, uh, a place that sell, makes and sells beer makes a brewery there you go all right like the uh, milwaukee brewers brewery mm-hmm. uh dawn the the uh, the cigarette with the cowboy uh, a winston other, you know? the other cigarette oh, with the cowboy the other cigarette red with the and cowboy. white oh, marlboro i'm sorry marlboro right marlboro yeah. Marlboro. 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 You don't have to emphasize the Marl though, right? It can be Marlboro. No, it's just Marlboro. It's right? not Marlboro. No. no, it's definitely not Marlboro. Listen. That's, that's a dude that hangs out at the mall. <laughs> that was my brand. Marlboro Reds. Right. Yeah. And, Marlboro. I said, and I always said Marlboro Reds. And then when I was trying to quit, I did Marlboro Light 100s. Drinking my Behringer White Zin with Seven Up, thought it was classy. Oh yeah! <laughs> and you see how it just rolls off her tongue because yeah. it, it just it's yeah. just got to go quick. Marlboro. And then you switch yeah. to camels. Uh, hey Nick. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the the it, there's fourth place, there's fifth place, and then sixth place. Right. A lot of people say sixth. They just got, they make it sixth. Sis. Like sixth. Sixth. Yeah. Sixth. Yeah. Uh, let's see the the little. Okay. Uh, uh, Brandon. The the little uh, the 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 uh, the. Let's see how to. It's not a gerbil. It's a, it's, it's not a rat. It's a, it's a hamster. Say it again. Hamster. Right. A lot of people say hamster. Hamster. Yeah. It's uh, a, there's no p. That's it's dumb. a, it's a hamster. Uh, second month of the year, Don. February. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I think people. I, how do people do they do they screw Feb. that up the way I make fun of it? February. Yeah. Maybe. That's yeah. ridiculous. See, or, oh, I know what they do. They, they do February. 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 Without the R. Just yeah. February. See, see, Don's doing the right thing where the, the R is a Y. February. Mm-hmm. But people, some people say February. February. They just they just, they just eliminate it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Kyle, the uh, the Greek rap thing. That you, that you can get oh, the, oh okay so it's pronounced euro but everybody yep. calls it a gyro because exactly. the g throws it off and they yeah. just don't know <laughs> exactly yes. it is a euro very good all right well done kids rob anybody and dawn the rob anybody and dawn show Bucket, check. Turkey, check. Water, check. Brine, oops, dumbass. Get your Rad Radio turkey brine right now from the stupid store at radradio.com. Got this email, rad at radradio.com from Randall. Hi, Randall. Says I'm up an hour earlier in a sleepy, calm, quiet house with a cup of coffee and our currently chill black lab Mr. Bones on my lap. (laughs) With no chaos of school drop-off today. And I'm going to enjoy this sunrise with our dog and rad radio as Aww. long as possible while the house is asleep and before the kid wildness unfolds. <laughs> I want to take a moment to thank all veterans and all families and spouses of veterans today. Being a spouse of a veteran who is still currently serving, we know the rugged path is filled with the challenges. Thank you for your sacrifice, your commitment, your honor, and your dedication to all of us. Thank you for your service. The family serves too. Thank uh, you. Tomorrow is Veterans Day. Today we observe it. Today is the Marine Corps birthday. Uh, we got this note from Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Says, I look forward to Monday and the start of another chapter in Rad Radio. I currently listen on radradio.com. My question is, how can I listen to contribute to the radio numbers in Sacramento so you can destroy the rest of the competition? So on Monday morning, we launch Rad Radio 1047 FM 890 AM. It'll be all rad all the time. We'll do the morning show live. You'll have classic best of segments throughout the rest of the day. The morning show will repeat in the afternoon. We had this question yesterday as well. The truth is, in the end, as fun as it is to destroy everyone in the ratings, uh, which we will either way. Um, the only thing we really care about is that you listen, because what ultimately matters are what we call results. You listen. You enjoy yourself. You hear some amazing advertisers, and then you go patronize them. That's that's really what matters, is is that we bring you not only entertainment every day, but people that you can utilize, services you can utilize, and then you will go out and use them. However, if you really are wanting to be part of the ratings behemoth that we will become on 104.7 FM and 890 AM, the best way to do that is to listen to the radio. Uh, it, it, I can't get into how ratings are done and how they, they rate all this stuff and how it's measured, but that would be the answer, as we said uh, yesterday. Uh, then we got this note from Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Says, I absolutely love the caramel versus caramel argument <laughs> for the main reason that every program director and morning show host is perfectly perplexed about how you destroy them every morning with silly arguments like that. Jeez. It's the power of rad. I'm looking forward to the return of you guys on Sacramento Radio as I'm in a rural area and can't always get the app online. <laughs> The best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. Make your best guess and estimate. The calculation in rough shore of change. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. Hey, Richard, you're caller 18. Good morning. Morning, Red. Morning, Dick. 
All right, uh, give us our sixth guess and make it the right one to win that amount of money. 192 $192.73. $192.73. That is a legitimate guess. However, $192.73 is still too high. The correct answer is lower, and we will play Win Rob's Change again at 9.30 this morning. Uh, in our uh, opening segment, producer Nick, who's visiting us this week, and I uh, both went to the... Uh, I'm helping. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> we both went to the same uh, community college and uh, learned broadcasting, such as it is from Engineer Bob. God damn it, I have had it with you people. <laughs> I, I understand. That's it, I'm out of here. Okay. So long, Stinktown. Bye. Um, and uh, I was telling a quick story. And uh, Nick brought up another of the instructors that was there at the time that we had uh, nicknamed the Bridge Troll, which, which led Kyle to drop a giant thud for the rest of us. Although, Sorry. as Dawn said, a lot of you got it, yeah. uh, where he asked about the 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 goat or the something. Billy Goat's Gruff. There's three goats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you had asked about uh, the, uh, the 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 but you asked about what was it the guy that you got? So you you guys were saying there was a guy called the Bridge Troll that right. you guys worked at the college with. That's what and, it was. And then I was like, so who were the Billy Goats then? Because if there's Got a bridge it. troll, there has to be three goats. So, and then a lot of you did write in, of all ages. In fact, we've got we've got one dad who's reading it to his kid now. Aww. I think the oldest person who wrote in said, I'm 62, I remember it. And then somebody said, the thing was published back in the 1800s. So, Big D, our regular joke teller, wrote in, says, I remember the Billy Goats gruff. Uh, and I got you, Kyle. So for those wondering, here's the, the shortened version of the story. Oh, yeah. It's a Norwegian fairy tale. And the heroes of the tale are three male goats who need to outsmart a handsome troll named Phalanx to, <laughs> to cross the bridge to their feeding ground. In the story, there is no grass left for the goats to eat near where they live, so they must cross a river to get to a meadow on the other side of a stream to eat and fatten themselves up. Good, good message for the kids. Get really fat. They must first cross a wooden bridge under which lives a fearsome and hideous troll who is so territorial that he eats anyone who tries to cross the bridge. A lot of eating in this uh, fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> the smallest billy goat is the first to cross and is stopped abruptly by the troll who threatens to gobble him up. The little goat convinces the troll to wait for his big brother to come across because he is the larger and would make for a more gratifying feast. Again, more gluttony. The greedy troll agrees and lets the smallest goat cross. Aww. Outsmarts him. Good yeah. job. Good job, little goat. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little thing. The medium-sized goat passes next. He is more cautious than his brother, but is also stopped by the troll and given the same threat. The second billy goat is allowed to cross as well after he tells the troll to wait for his father because he's the largest of the three. Good. Sell out your parents. Good, good message. <laughs> Great messages in this. I mean, tale. this is a very disturbing story so far. The largest billy goat gets on the bridge, but is also stopped by the hungry troll, who threatens to devour him. The largest billy goat challenges the troll and dares him to do so, and the troll jumps up, and the big billy goat gruff knocks him off the bridge with his horns. The troll falls into the stream and is carried away by the current and drowns. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yep. Good Lord. Sell out your parents and murder. Damn. Eat. So wonder if this was never read to us. <laughs> From then on, the bridge is safe, and all three goats are able to go to the rich fields around the summer farm in the hills. The three billy goats gruff eat lots of grass and live happily ever after. 
Not if it's just grass. Goats want more than that. That's usually a sheep. Yeah. Grass are like <laughs> Yeah. There's a continuity problem in that fairy tale. I mean, they'll eat grass, but they want more. I like how in Big D Story it says that the troll is handsome because in the book I read, it was like this small little gnome looking goat with like a like a straggly Santa beard. And he was very like kind of short. And yeah, like, there's, there was a contradiction in this. I, I, he obviously because the way he, he obviously copied and pasted it from somewhere, uh, because, yes, in the beginning, they say outsmart a handsome troll. But then later on, the troll is described as a fearsome and hideous troll. So whoever hmm. wrote that, there's obviously a contradiction. It's very like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, like if you're those people and those families. Why, because of right? a troll? Yeah, just the way you were reading it, it just sounded very, I don't know, I'm not putting it down. It's a fantasy. It sounded, yeah, it sounded very much like that. <laughs> Under that vein or something. I, I just, Along those genres. I, I just got disturbing images of <laughs> fat children everywhere. <laughs> uh, we got this email uh, yesterday from uh, Seth. Hi, Seth. Every now and then, people, they, they, they write it either with arguments or questions about things going on in their homes or, or things they can't pronounce. This is kind of in that vein. He says, please tell me if this is common. My family loves to unwrap items and then put the open wrappers back in whatever container they grabbed it out of. Uh. For example, candy. They'll, they'll take candy, they'll unwrap it, and then they'll throw the wrapper back in the container with the rest of the unopened candy. Uh, I also noticed this when I went to go grab a Band-Aid and noticed there were Band-Aid wrappers in the box with the unopened Band-Aid. So lazy. Oh, yeah, slobs. Yeah. Am I weird because I like to throw garbage away no. in the garbage can? I was no. concerned. You're normal. <laughs> oh, my God, that is well. so lazy. And you have garbage cans. And that's huh. the last thing you want to do when you dig into a Band-Aid box <laughs> while you're bleeding out to, to have to rummage through the, the used Band-Aid wrappers uh, to get a good one. I, and listen, I could see a brother wanting to play this trick on his siblings or a sister because they're trying to find the candy, but there's all the wrappers and that would be annoying. But like to do this in general as something that you do, it's just rude. I wonder if it's like an OCD thing because I mean, if you're going to be a slob, you'd probably just leave the wrappers around wherever they are. I imagine like the kitchen sink, if you're bleeding, looking for band-aids or the bathroom sink and then the wrappers, you know, probably on the couch. I don't see why you'd even put them back somewhere if it wasn't a trash can. Why are they going into the box? They're la they are lazy. They don't want to walk to the garbage can. Yeah, and I think I think the image I get is is like with candy, let's say there's a candy dish or a candy bowl or whatever. They're grabbing the Jolly Rancher, they're unwrapping it while they're standing there. They throw the wrapper back in and then they just go ahead and they they eat the candy. Uh... See, that's that's more uh tolerable, like especially since, you know, Halloween just happened and there's a there's a candy bag just like you, the candy dish. I, I could see that happening, and I wouldn't be too miffed by that. Mm. It's the Band-Aid thing that bothers me. See, that's interesting, because the Band-Aid thing I can almost rationalize, because usually when you're grabbing a Band-Aid, you might be in some form of distress, either low level or high level. And so the last thing you're going to be worried about is throwing away the, the wrapper, and, 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 and you might just throw it down. Now, I know the right thing to do is come back later and, and throw it away, you know, unless you forget. But the candy thing to me is, is exactly what you guys are saying. And, and by the way, Full disclosure, I've done it. We, we have candy dishes and bowls around the house, and I will occasionally do exactly what I just described. It's lazy. I will admit it. It's just like I just, I'm in the family room. I don't want to walk to the kitchen. I'll just throw it in here, and then I'll grab it later or whatever. It's not, it's not um, like exactly that. I'm sure people, we've all done it occasionally. That's normal and fine, probably occasionally, because you're in a lazy mood. You just want to open it up and throw it in there. And we can all admit that. 
but that this person, it sounds like this is who he lives with. This is all, this is all the time. This is what they do. The way he describes it, it I agree. It's just rude. And, and, he'll, and the thing, okay, the thing that really gets, okay, so exactly on the, on the, 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 the bowl or whatever, occasionally. But the one that gets me is he says they'll take candy, they'll unwrap it, and they'll throw the open wrappers back in the container with the rest of the unopened candy. Now, if it's not a bowl, I'm envisioning like a bag, a bag yeah. of Starburst. They're they're taking them out and they're unwrapping them and they're throwing the wrapper into the bag of so Starburst. Rude. That's put make a pile on the on the coffee table and yes. then scoop them up. Or you, you, you know, put it in your pocket if you don't want to walk right <laughs> over to the garbage there can at that moment. Maybe Seth can write back and let us know exactly what the dish situation looks like. Imagine this household has a pile of dishes. And I'm guessing the laundry stocked piled up high, way past the basket line. Oh, so you envision because of this behavior, the whole house is cluttered. Yeah, I'm, 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 that's the first thing that came to mind. And if, yep, I agree. And the only reason it wouldn't be is because this poor guy has to clean it all the time. Could it be? Could it be the opposite? Could it be that the entire house is so OCD and spick and span that this is the one way that they rebel and they actually have just a little bit of chaos in their lives? Let's, as long as we're talking about candy, do a little bit of food news. Food brings the people together, both in good times and in bad weather. Sharing a meal, sharing a laugh, raise a glass. It's a simple pleasure we news is news about food. I mm. uh, got a few uh, email reactions as we're talking about uh, unwrapping food and then throwing the, the wrapper just right back there where you found it. Uh, Kyle says, no, we cannot justify this. It's an empty wrapper. You open up whatever you're using and you put the wrapper in the garbage, period, end of story. Is no one taught anymore? Remember this? This was always said. Put things back the way you found them even better. That's not doing that. That's putting it back even worse. Uh, Laura says... Uh, <laughs> Laura says, I put the, oh, no. I put the empty eggshells back into the carton after I crack it open. Is that rude? Well, it's disgusting. Uh, yeah, it is. It, 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 and yes, it's rude. So but, I, I will do this on occasion if I'm making multiple, you know, putting multiple eggs to scramble them or whatever. And then after I'm done scrambling the eggs, I will then right. discard the eggshells from the uh, the carton. It's just a placeholder, so I don't have to keep going back and yeah. forth to the to the garbage can. That's not how I was reading it. Uh, I mean, if that's what she's doing, that's not even an issue. But to me, she's saying she's putting. I'm envisioning she puts them back in the carton. The carton goes back in the fridge. That's wrong. Yeah. And then and, and the yeah, that's ridiculous. And what's the purpose of that? Do you have a friend that composts and you bring them over the shells mm-hmm. or something? Well, well, then she left that out, mm-hmm. and it's a stupid email. Shells can be used for so many things. I used to do this all the time. We had property because chickens will eat those shells. Um, and then, yeah, some people use it for their gardening. And uh, you know what? I, I just conti- I continue to do it now because I got so used to doing it when we were out on property. The difference is um, no one grabs those eggs but me. I am like the egg maker in the house. So I, I know that no one's going to open it and go, oh, my gosh, what the heck is this? So Yeah, if she yeah. lives alone again. It's a stupid email. <laughs> yeah. If she's doing it to save the eggs, it's a stupid email. She should have mentioned that. She didn't say anything like that. She, she just the way it's described. That's just dumb. Yeah, if there's if if you have numerous people opening the egg cartons, it's I don't. It's probably not jarring. That's a too strong of a word. But it's like what? Why? 
Why is this like this? Oh, and the, even worse if you're someone who leaves the yolk in because you're doing just egg whites. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, people. Oh, I've done that, but I know I'm only going to be opening up this carton. Uh, Greg wrote in and said, I have a terrible habit of putting an empty food item back in the pantry. Maybe there's two crackers left in a box, and I'll still put it back. <laughs> the whole box with the two crackers? I don't feel lazy. I just don't think about it, but maybe that's lazy. Well, see, I, I'll do that not for being lazy, but, like, I, I've had my fill of crackers, and there's a couple left, and I'll put them back because maybe the wife wants to have just a couple crackers later. Okay, so I'm just very particular with how a kitchen is run. So at that point, <laughs> I will take those two crackers. I'll put them in a small glad bag and the reason for me personally is i do the grocery shopping a lot of the times so when i'm surveying the pantry i you know don't have to shake every box and open every box i can clearly see oh we need more because this little glad bag is sitting there with only a few but do you write on the glad bag what they are so that so so, so. well visually i will know if it's a, and especially by a section because anyone can eat any food in the house but we all have things that my husband has stuff he likes so he has a shelf my pops does, so he has a shelf, and I do. And I know what their things are, so no, I don't have to write it. So back when I was a kid, I used to do this with the milk jug because I never wanted to be the last one to drink the milk. We had a family of six living together, all of us at once, and so the last person to drink the milk was always kind of shamed in a sense. So there was, because you were out, and uh, I'd never want to be that person, so I'd leave like the tiniest little bit in there to be like I wasn't the last one to drink it all. Like not even enough to, to put in coffee, but there is still milk in there. Correct. And see, I, I've been scolded about this with the chips in my house, but sometimes like the bottom of the bag has like the salty crumbles, you know, like where you can like, you can tilt the bag up and like just like toss it in your mouth, and I don't want to throw the bag away when there's salty crumbles left, but the wife will come in thinking there's potato chips in the bag oh, and there's just the salty yeah. crumbles see your heart's in the right place but if i were your wife i would i would hate that because that's the least that's my least favorite part of the bag that's the best part of the bag well see that's then that's for you but if i if there were just two crackers left i'd be like damn it i wanted i wanted more than just two crackers kyle is kyle brought back a memory for me of when i first moved out um <laughs> 18 there was four of us girls living together and then everyone was always over there i mean there's just people all the time and there would be a little bit of milk left like he's talking about <laughs> And I just would, even if it was enough to put in coffee, I wouldn't because I'm like, with the amount of people coming in and out of this house, that is all backwash. That's all that is. Oh. That's all that is right there. I'm sure it's not even the milk. Bye. Throw oh. away. <laughs> like, uh, next up in uh, food news, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup has a new release. Uh, you know they have the, their, their big cups? Yes. There's the, the, there's the regular size. The, the big cup is twice the size. Of a traditional uh, research. I don't like the big cups. Mm. It, oh. it, it, it's it, there's something about the consistency. Oh, so I, I want it to be the, the the the. And I'm not a huge fan of the little ones either. No. I, the, I would go regular, little, and then big would be last for me. You're you're absolutely right. The original Reese's peanut butter cup is a perfect ratio. It's 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 just perfect the way it is. It's like those Ghirardelli chocolates, mm -hmm. those really delicate ones that has just that fine line of flavoring in it. If it has like a if it has caramel in it, um, it's just it's just a perfect proportion. It's one bite, you're done, and it's just amazing. Yeah, the big cups are dense. That's the word I was looking for, for to my to my mouth. I agree with Brando on the Reese's cups. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I, I appreciate the big cups because I'm a peanut butter fan with, with Reese's. I like the peanut butter more than I like the chocolate. So I feel like they have more peanut butter. But they also have one now where they have the Reese's pieces inside the peanut oh, butter yeah. within the big cup. And those ones are the winner, in my those opinion. Those are so good. Mm -hmm. Honest question, do the, or do the big cups have more peanut butter or you just think they do or we don't know? 
Okay, so to be honest, I don't know for sure. I just imagine it does because it's bigger and there's a bigger hole in there and it feels like there's more peanut butter. Yeah, see, that's my, that's my thing with it. And I never thought I would ever say this in my life where I wouldn't want more chocolate. But I almost feel like sometimes the smaller ones will have more chocolate and then the bigger ones feel like they have more peanut butter. And in this particular case with these two things, even though I love chocolate the most, I want that, you know, the, the, the ratio they have in the regular size perfect right yeah brandon nailed it. he did like whether that's, it's, it's perfect whether it's my perception of density or the or kyle's right and the 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 flavor uh the ratio is off it just the, seems the original like... has it perfect yeah and there's something wrong with the little ones too <gasps> no there's not mm, can we just give it up for moose tracks ice cream real quick it's 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 oh, one of those forgotten flavors it because is. it has the little tiny peanut butter oh, cups in it the and the chocolate ribbon through it yes. moose tracks for the win. Oh my god, and, and it's the perfect you you bite into it, you get that chocolate, but you oh. get oh, and then it squeezes it's out. It's crunchy. Oh. Oh. And they have the caramel Good. ones too. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. No, on the Reese's, I really think the big ones have more peanut butter, and then the the miniatures, I think they have more chocolate. Yeah, either way. That's they're, how they're, I view the it. Ratio's I don't know off. if it's true yeah. or not. Right. But it that's all, what it seems like. Could all be psychosomatic by us and our taste buds. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, so they've got a new big cup in a flavor combination that they have not had in 15 years. So you have seen this before. But they got rid of it 15 years ago. It was uh, in 2006 was when they they uh, introduced it, and then they got rid of it. But they have brought back now a layer of caramel under the peanut butter filling. Oh, That's why I had to find out how man. we pronounce caramel just so yeah. I can do this stupid story. I mean, chocolate, <laughs> peanut butter, and caramel. Uh, uh, hello, heaven. The Reese's uh, Caramel Big Cup, the company describes as, quote, a gooey layer of caramel added to the already perfect peanut butter cup in a big cup format for the first time ever. Don't Lovely. need it. Don't in, need it. Isn't that kind of putting a hat on a hat? Yep. Like I'm yes. not trying to I'm not trying to stop them from making money. They should make money, but like they, they made something perfect. Just keep making the perfect thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I don't care that people are going to go out and buy it and they're going to make money. I just don't need it. They're, because of what we said, Reese's peanut butter cups are perfect. I don't I love caramel. I don't want it on my Reese's peanut butter cup. Hold on, so what kind of caramel is it? Is it the liquidy, like um, oh, runny caramel, yeah, similar yeah. to a Carmelo, or is it thick and hard like a milk yeah, dug? Because that's how I want it. Fair that's same. That ma- that matters. That absolutely matters. The picture. We will have to find out, Kyle. Well, yes. Because the, the okay. So the picture on the on the label is it doesn't really tell us anything, but leads me to believe. So wait a minute. I, actually, I do have a picture of the peanut butter cup. So what? How do you want it done? I want it like the harder. The harder caramel than the gooey. No, it's yeah. gooey. It's oh, gooey. Yeah, you can no. tell. You can gooey tell on, no. on the bottom. No. Ooh. No. I mean, that picture would make me yeah, think boo to that. closer to gooey. I want it more like how it is in the Snickers. Oh, yeah. Just the caramel. medium. Yeah, that's, exactly. No? Medium. Yep. Actually, I think that's what it is then. What? Yeah, I don't. Because, you know, there's the super runny. Maybe you don't know. You'll bite into a chocolate bar, and it's more the runny caramel. And I want more the consistency of... That's a better example, the Snickers bar. Oh, then it's that. It's that. Perfect, then. Hello. Uh, based on the actual picture of the actual cup. I, it, oh. it, you have those three fla- flavors. That's all you need in the world. Chocolate, caramel. <laughs> yeah, I just don't need it in my Reese's. I really don't. Uh, Pizza Hut has a new topping, but you got to go to Hong Kong to get it. Uh, it's that time of the year in uh, in the uh, the Asian Pacific where this is a very popular item. If you want to try it, you got to book a flight to Hong Kong because it's on the menu only until November 22nd. The Pizza Hut uh, pizza in Hong Kong is a nine-inch pizza. comes with cheese, mushrooms, dried ham, and then a generous serving of snake meat that's cut into strips. What kind of snake? just says snake meat. That, to me, sounds like Mm. that weird melange of 
Uh, Whenever they're catching yeah. out back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like when you go to a strange restaurant that serves fish uh, soup, and you're like, "What is fish soup?" And they're like, "Oh, you know, it's just whatever fish we have left over from the pre." No, thank you. I, I, oh, I, oh my god! I don't think I need Disgusting. that. Disgusting. I hear snake is good though. I have yet to try it. I've I had, want to. I've had rattlesnake, and I, I I hate to say it, but it is true. It tastes but like chicken. It, it, it's that they can't tell you what kind of snake. Makes it feel very unsanitary. It just really does. It's too it's too broad. Dawn doesn't matter. Is there a more sanitary kind of snake? That's true. No, it wouldn't matter to me. I would not be eating this. This is disgusting. As long as there's no trouser snake sauce, we're good. Oh, that's the best part. Let's get to the pressure cooker. We got a pair of tickets to see. Oh, here's our first our first experiment to see the interest level in Kesha. You know, TikTok girl. Did she have the issue with like her manager or something? Mm-hmm. Was there something rapey so that the, happened to the her? Rapey. Rapey. Oh, no, the ra- oh yeah, sexual harassment uh, charges oh. with uh, Sony Entertainment. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's been gone for a long time. She's had like legal entanglements with her production company, uh, uh, wrapped up into this sexual harassment thing with her producer. That's it's it's been a mess. Yes. This poor thing. You come out and say something, and then you have to go away. Because, uh, by say something, you mean she she confronts she, them or whatever? Right, yeah, yeah, she put it out there. She right. Spoke up, I right. guess. I don't know. I'm just talking out of my booty right now. I'm not sure how this all went down. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be on the woman's side. That's all. <laughs> on that very dark note, we've got a pair of tickets to see Kesha at the Grand Sierra Resort Saturday, November 25th. We're going to play the pressure cooker, which is our daily trivia game that we play every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. You don't. Five right, 30 seconds. None of that matters unless you're color 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811. Caller 18, if we get that many, plays the pressure cooker. <laughs> Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Gobble, gobble, goddammit. The Rad 2023 Turkey Brine is now available at radradio.com. Got this email, rad at radradio.com. It's from Christine. Hi, Christine. It says, happy birthday to the United States Marine Corps. My husband, Gary, served in the Marines for Aww, over five years before joining the Air National Guard. Yes, he is old. And he just <laughs> retired from military service after serving a total of 21 years. Oh, my Damn. gosh. Thank you. Happy birthday to the Marine Corps and happy Veterans Day tomorrow to all veterans. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday or we'll punch you in the face. We're going to play the pressure cooker here in a second uh, for tickets to see uh, pop singer Kesha. Uh, and then we started to uh, just openly, wildly speculate about what we don't know anything about. Uh, about uh, what's going on in Kesha's life, so I had to do some research. Uh, uh, Lisa wrote in and said, Kesha has always been so gross and dirty, in my opinion, after I saw a video of her drinking her own um, uh, liquid waste. Oh. <laughs> that was, Is that uh, real? Yeah, that was 10 years ago. She's admitted it publicly. Oh. Uh, it went wild on uh, TikTok. Uh, she's uh, said in many interviews, this is a f- uh, Valentine's Day of 2013, I was told drinking my own, you know, whiz was good i was trying to be healthy uh somebody tried to take it away from me i said that's mine i snatched it up and took a chug uh it was really gross i don't do it anymore but then that was after there was a video of her in a car or whatever that she's she's out there i'm not i don't i'm not judging i'm just saying she there's a 
she did a, a an endorsement deal recently with a, a sex toy company because her dog chewed up her vibrator. I, I don't have any judgments oh. about that. I'm just saying. I'm not sure it's anything to do with it, but from what I read, she grew up um, not with, with such much good of a home life because I don't think she ever knew her real dad or anything either. Um, also, uh, to the, uh, the what was uh, what we were speculating about, um, there are counter lawsuits. Kesha and music producer Lucas Gottwald, who's known as Dr. Luke, have uh, lawsuits against each other. Uh, she is claiming emotional distress, sex-based hate crimes, and employment discrimination. He is suing her and her mother for defamation and saying none of that ever happened and for a breach of contract. He has denied all of the allegations. So that's all still going on, and we don't really know. I mean, that's one of those things that could go either way. You're either so damaged from mm -hmm. what happened to you that you make stuff up, or because you're so damaged, you're more vulnerable to have something like that, Absolutely. you know, happen to you by someone who's in charge of you. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's get to the pressure cooker. I was openly speculating about the the interest level for the for Kesha tickets. Not not just because uh, she she's not because she's a pop star. We God, we gave away uh, Snoop Dogg tickets. Those were wildly successful. We'll give away anything on this show. We've done uh, what was it, Reba McIntyre? I think recently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but because she's been kind of out of the eye, uh, the public eye, and she hasn't had a lot of hits lately. Uh, I was wondering, and so uh, Rory wrote in and said, "My wife Mackenzie and I just called in to try to play the pressure cooker." Unlike most contests, the phone line rang several times for both of us. Oh, no. We were callers oh. 8, 10, 16. Oh, wow. And both had the line ringing until both caller 18 and 19 were set. I can draw one conclusion from this, and that is no one wants to see Kesha. Give me those tickets, Rob. I'll save your email, you know, just in case. Oh, man. Oh, that's great. Caller 18, uh, hello, Axel. Good morning. Now, Good morning. Do, do you actually want to see Kesha? No, I just called to play the game. I figured. <laughs> I, I, I was I was thinking as I because I, I did I, I did uh, observe the phone lines and I thought that is oh. a longer delay than usual for any interest. <laughs> I wonder if people just call to play the game. You know, so sad. Bragging rights, things oh, like that. Man. All right, here's how this works. Actually, your timer begins when I finish reading the first question. People are gonna find this for stalking stuffers, but. The show might have already happened. The show's like the next show. week, oh. Saturday the 25th. That's even funnier. Um, your grandma would put in there. Uh, your it's timer will begin when I finish reading the first question, which is true, false. So you got a 50-50 shot. You got to get that one right and then four more to win. You can pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And I got to take the uh, first thing you say. So if you say Kesha and then you say who cares, I got to take Kesha oh, yeah. as your answer. Do you have any questions, Axel? No, sir. All right, All right. Good luck. True or false? Kesha is the singer's real first name at birth. False. Which team won Thursday night football last night? Oh, damn it. <laughs> name the female singer suffering from stiff person syndrome. Pass. Benjamin Netanyahu is the prime minister of what country? Israel. Kim Kardashian recently revealed she got a tattoo on which part of her body? Her butt. Name the, <laughs> name the former NBA superstar that was killed on January 26th of 2020. Kobe. 
All right, fine, whatever. Jeez, oh, basically oh, gave it to him. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude. I really got to get rid of these crappy tickets. <laughs> oh, you, oh, how did you not get these? All right, uh, we got six questions. Out. Really, five. Let's see how he did. Uh, true or false? Kesha is the singer's real first name at birth. He said that is false. Oh, oh we went over this yesterday. Her name is Kesha Rose. We did. You, because people would mispronounce it when you were promoting that. Well, yeah, but I didn't say it was tickets. her real birth name. Oh, I feel like you did. Mm, I don't think no. so. Man, so. so I don't listen to what you say, and then I think you say things you didn't say. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I do care about you. Christina, is that you? <laughs> Honey? <laughs> Honey? Kesha Rose Siebert. Oh, she was man. born uh, March 1st of 1987. He passed after an excruciatingly long time when I asked the same question I ask every Friday morning this time of year. Which team won Thursday night football last night? Duh, Bears. Yep. Uh, well, and it doesn't matter that you ask every Friday. A dude should just know. True. True. I mean, well, and let me. Let me Do I have to let that go? Let me, let me temper are... that. No, because as a football fan, if I didn't do this show, I wouldn't have any idea who won last night. <laughs> terrible game. Terrible <laughs> okay. matchup. Okay. Uh, bears. Uh, the Bears. <laughs> I wouldn't even know. Yes, you would, because what's the first thing a man goes to in the morning is sports news. No, I go to my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Sports news isn't even in the top five, man. Uh, he also passed on which uh, female singer is suffering from stiff person syndrome. Celine Dion. Uh, some good news. She announced back uh, in December of last year that she was diagnosed with stiff person syndrome, a rare neurological disease that causes severe spasms. It's also the worst named syndrome ever, where they just said, well, you're all stiff. I guess we'll just call it that. <laughs> and give it a fun name. Uh, she attended an, uh, a hockey game between the uh, Vegas Golden Knights and the Montreal Canadiens. She is Canadian. Uh, and she actually belted out a tune. Uh, during her first public appearance in three and a half years, Montreal oh. Canadiens Vice President of Hockey Communications, Chantal Montchabat, revealed <laughs> that uh, Celine, quote, sang a few notes. She was asked to. It wasn't just in the stands. And yeah. it wasn't she incredible. Randomly started no, singing. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> there was no other stiff competition for her? Oh, no. Mm. E -e -e. <laughs> uh, he took forever to answer the question Benjamin Netanyahu is the prime minister of what country He finally said Israel No comments there That's a tinderbox waiting to happen Kim Kardashian recently revealed She got a tattoo on which part of her body He said her butt <laughs> Lower back uh, this came up on uh, the, the most recent episode of the, the new Kardashians on Hulu or whatever. Uh, it's during a conversation with her hairstylist. She shows off an infinity sign that she got after her Saturday Night Live hosting debut uh, in October of 2021. It's on the inside of her bottom lip. Oh. Ooh. Really? Ouch. Oh, I wonder how. Yeah. Man. Well, there's that this. sounds like that would hurt. There's this whole backstory with her. She always said she would never get a tattoo because you don't put a bumper sticker on a Bentley. And so she decided to get a tattoo, and it was all something to do with her friends. Yeah, I hate that I know this, but I had to research the question. Uh, that her friends encouraged her or whatever. They did it after SNL. But she wasn't going to put it somewhere that could be seen unless she wanted somebody to see it. And so that's why it's been two years until since she finally revealed it. So you can't see it. So you st her body, which is the Bentley, still is pristine in her opinion. Oh, God. But if you, you know, but a tattoo and you say Ugh, man, they're exhausting. <sighs> and then uh, we were talking about it yesterday. I don't remember why, but name the former NBA superstar killed on January 26th of 2020. He said Kobe. Oh. 
Kobe uh, jokes. Yeah, I know, but I don't know how we. How did we get there though? Right. It was me. Yeah. I, I was talk, we were oh. talking about helicopters, and I was like, the pilot should have landed Kobe's. That's right. Yeah. We had we had yeah. the, we were doing the the horror stories, and the guy, the helicopter pilot, rode in. He had bees fly into his uh, helicopter. <laughs> That's so awful. He's getting stung left and right, but he still landed the helicopter. And then Kyle said, that's uh, the pilot that, that Kobe should have had. And then I said, uh. yeah, but it wasn't a landing issue. And then uh, we, 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 we filled in all those gaps. And then Dawn said that was a joke. And Kyle said, it wasn't really a joke. It was just a comment. Mm. And, then, and then Dawn said, well, I don't think I've ever heard any Kobe jokes. And I said, well, we've told a few on the show. And then I, said, and then I Googled it, and there's like all these hundreds of Googles. It's inappropriate. Uh, it's Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. You know, look, look, that, you are welcome to that opinion. He's a sweet man, and his daughter, and it's yes. so oh, awful. The daughter's off limits. No, I know. They're, thank off God limits. there's not jokes with that. No. Uh, it's and the it, whole well, thing. Oh, it's all oh, terrible. Oh, no, no, no. What? Oh, there are. <gasps> when I, when okay, I, why am I surprised? When why, I, why did I just gasp? Right, I, I'm saying you. So, <laughs> I just spit all over myself. <laughs> See, this is the this is the hypocrisy of being human. You have your line, which is he. The whole thing should be off limits. Yes. I have my line. The daughter's off limits, and then there's the internet. What's wrong with people? They're people. You just answered your own question. I know nobody cares, but you have another chance to win Kesha tickets coming up at 8 a.m. <laughs> Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Mark your calendars. Who owns a calendar? It's 2023. Everyone uses a phone. Either way, Brian Palooza is Saturday, November 18th at South 40 in Reno. Details at radradio.com. Got this email, rad at radradio.com from Diane. Hi, Diane. She says a shout out to my fellow veterans for Saturday. Thank you all and your families for your personal sacrifice to serve your country, your community, and your friends. Yes, even those of you in the chair force. <laughs> Go Army, she says. And for today, happy 248th birthday to the devil dogs. Keep killing us. Happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday or we'll punch you in the face. Marine Corps birthday today. Tomorrow is Veterans Day. It's observed today for those with a five-day work week. But for the the rest of the country uh, that that runs on, you know, multiple six-day, seven-day weeks, like, for example, your bank is open today, you will get mail today but not tomorrow. We also got this note from Evan. Hi, Evan. I think uh, Brandon will be able to figure this out. I know what he's trying to say, but what's funny is that he he, he doubles down on the typo. Because, you know, one one is, okay, well, you know, but, but when you when you double it down, it's like, well, what what the hell's wrong with you? Uh, we're going to, uh, we tried, tried to give away uh, tickets to see pop star Kesha uh, with the pressure cooker. We didn't get a winner because the guy's an idiot. Uh, oh, my. Uh, we're going to, uh, we're going to play again at, uh, at 8 a.m. Sounds like may- maybe uh, uh, interest is, is more tepid than usual for, for most of our, 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 our giveaways, uh, based on the, the reports we're getting from some people who called and they were caller six and nine and 12. And <laughs> <laughs> it was a show that people write in and say, I can't even get through to just talk to you. Oh, man. Uh, Evan says, I would play to see Kesha because a free date night is better than nothing. But if you are giving away TSA tickets in the next 30 days, I'd hate to miss those. That's number one in the events to see for me and the wife. We bought the tickets once, but had to give them to the in-laws because of a horrible timed illness. So my question is, are you doing TSA tickets this year? So are we sending people to the airport security area? No, but I I think that they meant to say Trans-Siberian Orchestra, Ah. a.k.a. TSO. So he thinks that orchestra begins with the letter A or something. Uh, We we do not currently have TSO tickets uh, in in the hopper. So please, for the love of God, call to win the Kesha tickets at 8 a.m. We need somebody to play our game. Just from the maggots, just from the maggots, just from the maggots, just from the maggots. 
we're launching Rad Radio 104.7 FM and 890 AM in Sacramento on Monday, and we were uh, positing earlier this week whether or not it's time to change what caller number we take for our contestants. Maybe we should try out Take Caller 1 today. <laughs> Just as an experiment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're a maggot and you're listening to us, uh, so you are. If you got jokes, email us, R-A-D, at radradio.com. Don't call. You can't tell jokes. Sorry. Nine-year-old Lily has a note. Oh, hey, Lily. Says, thank you to all the veterans out there. Being only nine, I don't understand much, but thank you for being so brave. Oh, that is so sweet. P.S. I hope your wing feels better soon, Anna Dawn. <laughs> Me Aww. too, girl. Dawn, uh, fall down, go boom last week <laughs> and uh, broke her shoulder. Uh, wing's got a way to go, and I'm already over this. Couple of uh, military-related jokes from uh, Lily. What month do all troops hate? What? what? March. <laughs> <laughs> Where do generals keep their armies? Where? Where? In their sleeveys. <laughs> <laughs> Big D also has a note. It says, in honor of Veterans Day tomorrow, I would like to thank my wife, Kristen, Rob's wife, Christina, and all the other veterans out there listening for their service and sacrifice to our country. Aww. In the spirit of Veterans Day, I have sprinkled in some military-related jokes today. What kind of breath mints do military officers use? What? what? Tactics. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't the Marine play cards? Why? The captain was sitting on the deck. Why are military officers' orders so vague? Why? Because they always talk in general terms. <laughs> oh, man. These are from Jake. Hey, Jake. Why did the house go to the doctor? Why? Why? It had window panes. <laughs> Why is North Korea so cruel? Why? They have no soul. One of our favorite stories ever. The first day Don joined the um, the morning show. This is back when you did a more traditional design show, and you had roles for for people, and you would and we would do. It was a totally different show. You, you wouldn't even recognize it now. This no. is, we were in Reno and Rock 104.5 as we are now, but this is 25 years ago. And uh, uh, so Don would read headlines or, or quick little news uh, stories. News <laughs> I would cut. This is back in the day with newspapers. We didn't have yeah. the internet, and I would get the morning paper. I'd wake up at 2 a.m. for this garbage and cut out news stories. So it was. Uh, and she was doing a story out of South Korea, and she pronounced the capital as Seoul. <laughs> no joke. Yeah. Never been there. Wasn't going to go. I believe, And what I believe that okay. was her reaction then. <laughs> I'm hungover. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, all right, last one from Jake is, my friend said, do you want to come see my band play this weekend? The doors open at 8. And I said, how's that possible? Jim Morrison's dead. Oh, oh too soon. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> Uh, these are from Jason. Hi, Jason. What are chocolate bars pronouns? What? Her, she. <laughs> That's cute. Well crafted. My friend got a face tattoo of his favorite Star Wars character. You should see the Luke on his face. <laughs> Sweet. Looks like Sith. <laughs> uh, these are from Marcus. Hey, Marcus. My kids have been on eBay all day. If they're still there tomorrow, I'll lower the price. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this is from uh, Rodney. Hey, Rodney. Have you noticed that Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas looks like a giant Roomba? That's because the Raiders suck. Ah! <laughs> well done. Uh, these are from David. Hi, David. A Broadway actor cheated their way to an award. Their favorite pasta, rigatoni. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, my therapist decided to spend an entire session insulting me. 
It was quite a disappointment. Uh, <laughs> this is from... Uh, oh, damn it. That's right. I'm sorry. I screwed this up. Uh, Athena, 13-year-old Athena, sent in jokes for yesterday and today, yesterday. And I, 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 I saved it, but I forgot... That, that I had it and I didn't put it in the beginning. I should. So Athena didn't lose her opening spot. I just screwed it up. So this is but Athena's joke. Yeah, Athena. If you play Coldplay backwards, you can hear the devil. What's worse is if you play it forwards, you hear Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Coldplay. Mm. <laughs> uh, this is from Wendy. Hi, Wendy. My we my ex-wife is so fat that whenever she got on the scale, it said, "I need your weight, not your cell phone number." <laughs> These are from Jim. Hi, Jim. What is the difference between love and herpes? What? what? Love doesn't last forever. <laughs> What's the difference between a prostitute and your wife? What? Your wife accepts credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> and this one's from Adam. <laughs> I recently bought a toilet brush. Long story short, I'm going back to toilet paper. <laughs> Yeah, jokes, email us R-E-D at radradio.com. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Just remember, maggots, if your turkey sucks, it's not our fault. The 2023 Rad Turkey Brian can be yours right now at radradio.com and the stupid store. A couple emails, R-E-D at radradio.com. First one's from Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Says, I'd like to wish a happy birthday to my wife, Christina, who holds a ton of distinguishing titles. She's an amazing mother, partner, and recently earned her R-D-A-E-F-2 certification. It's a dentistry thing. Wow, good for you. Oh, that just reminded me. I have a dentist appointment at 2.30. Mm. <laughs> Trevor wrote in and said, I'm writing for a birthday shout-out for my sister, Taylor. She'll be turning the seasoned age of uh, 36 on Sunday. Oh, my gosh, that is so young. It's not. It's old. For being such a hoary woman, she routinely oh. impresses me with her resiliency, compassion, and sense of humor. It takes a truly mature person to laugh at themselves after walking into a room for a third time and still not remembering why for a third time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that real. Happy, happy birthday. I will I will pull up on my phone to go search for something and I'm like why why am I here what, what, I was gonna search for something what was I gonna search for and you know what I love about that is now because you're geriatric people will blame that yeah I've been doing that for 30 years yes um, also uh, it is uh, the Marine Corps birthday today uh, tomorrow is Veterans Day it's observed today for many and uh, Allie wrote in to say I'd like to thank all the veterans for their service especially my brother Roy, a 27-year and one-month retired Marine gunnery sergeant. Wow. Roy completed combat tours in Desert Storm, Afghanistan, 
cutter flying into both Iraq and Afghanistan. Wow. Humanitarian me- missions in Bangladesh in 1991 and the 1989 San Francisco earthquake providing medical evacuations, food and water, and any other ops related to the starving. What a beautiful person! I don't know what this means, but he said to say a Semper Fi to the Jello-eating grunts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, coming up at the top of the hour during our next commercial break, we're going to get the Dogwoods Resort canine cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What's coming up, Brando? Uh, I actually have a video clip that was inspired by something that Nick said yesterday, because oh. Walter wasn't here, my, my hound. He normally sleeps at my feet and he's pretty quiet most of the time and and i i said i miss walter today Aww. about halfway through the show and nick said i i didn't realize he wasn't here because he's normally so quiet and sleepy um so my girlfriend heard that and said well nick you just have to hear what he's like when he's at home <laughs> because he gets excited about going for a walk and he just bays and bays and bays and dances around and he gets really excited so i got the footage of that and then we have a black lab husky playing tug of war with blaze the black lab you got any video of your dogs or really any other animals the way it's going now uh, horizontally recorded <laughs> email us rad at radradio.com we got some entertainment news overture curtain and lights it's time for entertainment news so a couple weeks ago they settled the writer's strike in hollywood but the actor's strike had not been settled it was still uh, ongoing remember these are not actors like george clooney and brad pitt these are the these are the the, the bit player actors the guys and gals who are getting paid scale, and they go from show to show. They're in the background on Law and Order, things like that, and they're trying to live in Hollywood and things like that. So, because everybody views it like, well, why are actors on strike? They all got Lamborghinis in there. And then they'll see the A-listers in line. That's there for support. Right. They're trying to not that they're striking. Show muscle. Yeah. Uh, but now, all of the Hollywood strikes are officially over. Woohoo! The Screen Actors Guild announced a deal yesterday, and now there'll Back be a shows. Sorry, I was right in the middle of a second. You were, and I really thought it was going to be quicker than it was. Mm-hmm. It, it, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go ahead. Now there'll be a, thank you. <laughs> now there'll be a scramble to get every show and film back to the set at once. It'll still be a while until you see new episodes of most scripted uh, series. Boo! While... What have you been doing? <laughs> but, but in between striking, write something. The writers aren't on strike anymore. Well, I wasn't going to get into the boring details, but since you screamed at that, uh, starting production again is not as simple as the actors just showing up to work. TV series and movies require a lot of preparation before shooting happens, from the script writing, which, yes, began a few weeks ago, to set building and costume design. Once all that pre-production work is done, now there's, then there's going to be the scramble, which will cause traffic jams at major filming locations and a greater demand for uh, all of the behind-the-scenes crew that can be met. So... Everybody's going to want to film at once. There's not enough space, and there's not enough people. Mm-hmm. And so certain shows are just going to get, sorry, you got to wait kind of thing. I mean, it, it is obvious because if you ever watch at the end of any show, everyone that's involved, you're like, how does anyone get paid? How is there a profit to this show? I mean, it goes on and on and on. What about, like, the shows, uh, the talk shows, like Dr. Phil and the late night shows? What, are those get first priority as well? They're, they're all, all back? Yeah, oh, they're okay. all, all them are back. God, where you been? Here? <laughs> Um, writers have been back at work churning out scripts since early October. 
Uh, but the traditional network TV season, which would usually have begun already, like late September, mm-hmm. will be back, they say, to normal late uh, uh, late winter, early spring. They're predicting like late March is when yeah. you'll start getting your scripted series. Gee, thanks. Uh, streaming services might be even worse because the pipeline has already started to dry up. In fact, they're predicting a very lean year in 2024 for new shows on all of your uh, on your uh, streaming I'll, services. I'll say. Every Friday I could count on going to Netflix. There'd be so much stuff that's new. And it's not that there isn't now, but it's garbage. I thought they did it Tuesdays. It's Friday now? Uh, maybe they do, but I just have this habit of oh. looking on Fridays. Okay. That's all. Um, but Okay, so that's that's now. They're saying all next year is going to be even worse than this okay. on the streaming mm. services. Yeah. And, it's, and again, boring behind-the-scenes stuff as to why streaming shows take even longer to lag. As for movies, uh, they have been pushed back by the strikes as well. Some films have been delayed by years, but hey, it's over, so some, you'll get something eventually. You, you, you might already know, or maybe my husband and I, husband and you, have talked about it. Uh, new on Netflix, maybe it was last week, was the um, the Stallone documentary. It is so good. We're not all we had to turn it off last night, but it is really good. What a story for that guy! He had to create, he created his own scripts and movies. I mean, that is just. Oh, he's, he's got phenomenal a, and fascinating. His, his whole story about just, about being in in, in L.A. broke uh, and how he became Stallone is is very inspirational. People is. never gave him the credit he deserved. No. <laughs> Meatball, and that's what you're gonna get. <laughs> you're gonna get the aforementioned talk shows. You're gonna get a ton of reality shows, and then they're gonna do things like documentaries that that are easy or interview shows that don't need yeah. writing. Uh, base, uh, you know, just put a guy in a chair in his house and, and talk to him. Uh, I could ask for this question. Uh, Kyle wrote in and said, uh, because we have the uh, the entertainment news theme song. curtain and lights. It's time for entertainment news. Uh, and Kyle says, okay, I have to ask this finally. Brandon. What? What is the first word you're saying in the entertainment news pile jingle? Over what? Overture. Right. I'm sorry. I thought you were. You said I could answer this, so I thought you were going to answer. Um, <laughs> sorry, my bad. It's the it's a play on the Bugs Bunny uh, theme song, the the Looney Tunes opener. Overture, mm-hmm. sir. Curtain and lights. Curtain and lights. That's it. This is it. We'll hit the heights, and oh, what heights we'll hit. On with the show. This is it. Duh. <laughs> yeah, not maybe that. some generations have to Google Bugs Bunny. Right? No, it's sad. That, that is sad. Honestly, that is it sad. is very sad. No, you're right. It is. It we is. had the best cartoons ever. Hell yeah. Ugh. Oh, here's a shocking... Uh, <laughs> this, this, this took almost as long as I predicted. Remember we were talking yesterday about the dating rumors between uh, Kevin Costner and Reese Witherspoon. That's right. Uh, <laughs> and remember... <laughs> she's cute. Yeah, she, she was hot. Mm. Not now. She's ador- Yes, she is adorable. And she's annoying as hell. No, the forehead is a little too big lately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. She should be playing Frasier. Her forehead. Ah! Oh. And she needs to bring the aspirin cream on their dates. Okay, oh. her, her, her forehead has always been big. And people age. I Let think, them. I think because she was at least attractive, we didn't notice the forehead before. <laughs> I'm just upset with her for this last season of the morning show. So, so we all have our reasons Vomit. to not be impressed. What the hell have they done? Um, they, the interns write that season. The uh, the uh, the rumor God. was that Kevin Costner and and Reese Witherspoon are getting ready to do a show or a movie or something, and then they're just they're they're crushing on each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Of course, Reese was linked to uh, Tom Brady a few months ago, and they had to come out and go, we've never even met. What, what are you talking about? Uh, Reese Witherspoon said, uh, came out yesterday and said, the story is completely fabricated and not true. It's all made up. Okay. Big Thanks, surprise. Thanks, Reese. Yeah. 
You just said thanks, Rob, because that's what I told you yesterday. <laughs> uh, next up in entertainment. Now, look, I find I, I I can't think of a better word than this, so I'm going to have a notch taken out of my man card for saying this. But I find this story to be adorable when you get all Aww. of the when you get all of the background of it, because it is being misreported in a lot of places, uh, in a lot of entertainment sections, uh, or or it's there's there's things being omitted that will make people believe in one direction or another and either get mad or go yeah good, and none of it's there's there's no reason for that. Kevin Bacon, and this is the only reason this is a story, is because he's Kevin Bacon, which you'll understand in a moment. Uh, he's married to uh, actress Kira Sedgwick. There's another rough ride. Mm. <laughs> uh, they have, uh, on their uh, Connecticut farmhouse, they have uh, they have pigs and they have goats. Wow. And uh, Kevin Bacon, uh, for some reason, was being interviewed. Uh, bacon is pigs. Right. And, and, and <laughs> this is the whole story. This would not be a story at all. In an interview, he mentioned that he no longer eats bacon, and his name is Kevin Bacon. That's the best part of the pig. Um, and, are, you, are they pets? That's lovely. No. I'm yeah, sorry. and that see now now you just completely ruined it. You took my joy away. <laughs> because yes, it's very sweet. Because I I, I I envision I envision we wouldn't eat our dogs. No, I know, but I I'm very particular on this. If it's meant to be a pet pig, I forget what they're called. Well, it is a pet pig. Whether it's a pot-bellied pig or my a pig pig, it's his pig. No, well, pig pigs are meant to be eaten. The other ones are meant to be pets. No. A person can get a pig and keep it as a oh, pet. A person can do what they want. I'm giving you my personal opinion. And he has a pet. It's a pet pig. Mm, okay. Why? <laughs> right? Exactly. Because he likes and them. Especially how big they can get. They're, they can become incredibly huge. And it's it's not as easy as people think. Whatever. But he's got people. So right. No, whatever. That's your problem. Whatever. It's just I, a pet pig. He can do what he wants. I'm not going to outlaw it. Pigs are super smart. Yes. They're affectionate. They, they are. They're like dogs in they're, a sense. Oh, they're very oh, much God. so. I know, every time it got about two weeks out from us butchering them, um, I'm sorry, harvesting them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to detach because they're so sweet and fun. Fine, you were raising them to eat them. Yes. He's not. Uh, it's I, his pet. I find it weird yeah. to raise a pig that is meant for consumption. Not the not the pet. There are pet pigs. That are they're, they're, whatever you said, the pot belly, whatever. They are just meant to be pets. Your traditional pig, you're gonna eat. It's it's odd to me that you have it as a pet. But any That's all. any animal can be a pet. Mm -hmm. You just need a human being to say, "I'm going to adopt you and care yes, for you." Yes, I didn't say they couldn't. It's weird if you have a milking cow as a pet and you don't milk it. It's just weird to me. It That's is all. weird. I'm on Don's side. You're you're a freaking weirdo if you have a pet pig. What? No, no, no. I'm not saying you're a weirdo. Oh, they are. Okay, that you could say that. I'm saying it's weird. That's all. But do it. I there's the cutest videos I will look at of people that have pet cows. It is adorable. But I'm only like <laughs> milk it, milk it, use it for hmm. what it does. Keep saying milk it. <laughs> Or if it's like this heifer that you can like eat its meat. Well, Kevin Bacon's no longer going to eat goat or pig, but he still eats meat. And, oh, yeah, uh, I wouldn't eat goat either. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> What's the pet pig's name? Shut up. Okay. No. <laughs> we, we Good ruined, job, Don. We ruined it. Hey, what, you going to bail on me now? <laughs> All right, you got to do your trailer update. Uh, yesterday, the story broke. Remember uh, 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 Taylor Swift? She's she's now on her international tour. And Travis Kelsey. By the way, media, stop referring to it as a rumored relationship. 
there's Are nothing, they? There's nothing yet. Every goddamn story. It's been totally solidified. Every story. They don't right deny here. it. Right here. Right here. Right here. I, I crossed it out so I don't say it. Wow. So, anyway, sorry. <laughs> Ramp. Uh, I'm still pissed about That's... the pig thing. <laughs> Travis Kelsey, uh, uh, her boyfriend of a, from the Kansas City Chiefs, he's off this week. It's, it's their bye week. And so all these rumors are out there. Is he going to return the favor? She goes to his football games. He'll rock out at her concert. Is he going to go? And, and, and it was just a rumor. And then yesterday afternoon, uh, E.T. or Entertainment Tonight, they used to call it that. Now they just go by E.T., which always, I hate that because I think of the, the, the alien show yeah. or movie, whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yesterday afternoon, they reported Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey is headed south of the equator for the start of Taylor Swift's South American leg of her heiress tour. Uh, and, and now, but, but she started off last night and there was no spotting of Travis Kelsey. So we don't know. Rude. He can't he support it. her like she supports him. She was in uh, Buenos Aires uh, last night, and she'll be there again uh, tonight. I don't know. Well, she's there for three nights. I don't know if it's three consecutive nights. I didn't check that. And then she'll head to Rio de Janeiro. So everybody's on the track. It's exactly what Dawn said yesterday. I don't know. E.T. didn't say where they got their information, but I did see many other outlets picked up on it. So as far as we know, Travis Kelsey is, is on his way or is there. We'll and see. so now it'll be exactly what Dawn was saying yesterday. Everybody is stalking and, and staking out anything anywhere near Buenos. You know they're figuring out where where Taylor Swift's staying. What oh, yeah. what ocean front? Wait, is there an ocean there? House, uh, uh, you know, or cliffside house, sure whatever. A body of water, whatever, some whatever hut she's staying in. <laughs> and they're gonna camp out and well, try to get. Well, you know, a, a maybe his connecting flight got delayed. Yeah, right. <laughs> Since everything has to be about trailer, uh, now media outlets are writing about. They, are they are they nothing more than caught up in cuffing season? Because this is that time of the year where you spend the next few weeks if you're single trying to lock down someone to snuggle with to get through the holidays. Cuffing season typically starts around the end of fall and lasts until the beginning of spring. It's all about having someone to share that time with and to get through the holidays. See, I feel bad for her if that's what they're doing because I agree with some of the stories that have come out. We're like, this is the manliest man she's ever been with. And she seems to be really enjoying it. So she might super fall for that. And maybe because he's a dude's dude athlete, this might just be like a good time. He might really, really like her, but then it'll be like, ooh, boy, it's spring and summer. Yeah, but she always seems super into it. She always seems super into her guys. She falls hard. And then, and then out of nowhere, it's like, nope, I'm out. Well, yeah, she's into it. It's an investment in her future album sales. Yeah, see, and I think I think that's why this has a longer run, maybe, a longer shelf life, because she's touring right now, so she's not, she's not putting out any new music. It's only until when she gets to that point where it's like, okay, I'm ready to write and record new songs. That's when she'll break up with him. So I think this might go into no, the he, into spring. Mm-hmm. He's break. If anyone's doing the breaking up, it'll be him to her. That that's my prediction. Okay. It will not be her breaking up. I think it might go a while. I mean, just seeing the interaction between Travis Kelsey's mom and Taylor Swift up in the box during the games that they they see on the NFL, yeah. they seem to be getting along pretty well. Yeah, this is going to be too much for him at some point. <laughs> he's going to realize his age, everything that's still out there. And she's sweet and all, but he's had some... I'm talking how you boys talk. I hate mm-hmm. all of this, by the way. But the way y'all are, he's had women that are a million times better looking, this or that. Oh, God, she's getting way too close to my mom. Whoa, whoa, what are we doing here? Uh-uh. Bye. I can't uh, disagree with any of that. Especially, I mean, you remember this guy, he became the it boy after the Super Bowl. Yeah. So he already got a taste of of what's out there. Now he's getting even more attention. And you know he's had that taste his whole life. Right. He's been good at sports. Right. He's yeah. Yes. But so not yeah. The theory is that he gets he gets all that out of his system. 
he finds the right girl, and that's when he settles down. And would Taylor Swift be the right girl? Right, and he, maybe he's thinking right now, she is. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Oh. And then boop, boop. Yeah, it's a yeah. little, it's still, it's still fresh <laughs> and exciting and young. <laughs> so your prediction is he breaks up with her. Do you have a timeline? Because I'm thinking this goes into late spring. I mean, I, you know what would be if they just stayed together forever and got married? That'd be wonderful. Then no one's heart gets broken. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, after football season and spring, summerish. That would be great. If that would that would just be great if it was almost immediately after football oh, no. season, like late February, he just says, "That's it, you got me through." And uh, then, and then, what's great about that is all the conspiracy theories will start that it was all about the NFL did it. The NFL orchestrated the whole thing. Yeah. I'm guessing this is what's going to happen if if uh, the Kansas City Chiefs make it to the playoffs or the Super Bowl. So let's say the Super Bowl, they make it to the Super Bowl the week before, they're going to cancel their relationship, and that she's going to break up with him. Or he's going to break up with her, and then she's going to be the performer at the halftime show, and they're going to kick Usher out of it. And then she's going to trash talk and sing about him. That is your worst conspiracy theory ever because <laughs> like it. logistically it's so impossible on no, so but, many levels. But I like it because it's very like soap opera-y, right? Something you'd see in a soap opera because you can make anything happen in a soap opera. You can bring people back to life that died. Uh, Greg wrote in and said, it's funny to hear about Travis Kelsey going to Taylor Swift's concert. I doubt it will raise Taylor's number of fans like Taylor did for the NFL. But I do like to imagine a bunch of men that are Kansas City fans going to watch a Taylor Swift concert just because Travis is there. Yeah, right? Because, so the, the reverse effect. We got all these young girls that are tuning into the NFL just to see Taylor Swift in the in the booth. So now a bunch of uh, mid-30-age men just start going to Taylor Swift <laughs> <laughs> just because Travis is there. In their Kansas City gear. Uh, Randall says... <laughs> And a foam finger. No, wait, no. No, they got, oh. you got to do it reverse. Taylor wears a Chiefs jersey, so they have to wear Taylor Swift concert shirts. Oh, you know oh. what? That is better. Friendship bracelets. There you go. Uh, Randall wrote in and said Taylor Swift's next album will be called 87, because that's his jersey number. Oh. Nice. Uh, speaking of football, uh, it is uh, week 10 in the NFL, and we have our pigskin picks. Team Dom bitches. Cheats bitches. They are uh, posted at radradio.com. We will not be talking to Steve Mickelson from no. mixpicks.com this morning because he's traveling for work. <laughs> uh, he will be back Monday. The podcast, the Mixed Picks podcast, will be back as well next Wednesday on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Last night, the aforementioned horrible Carolina Panthers at oh. Chicago Bears game was played. Uh, all of us had the Bears winning except for Kyle, yeah. and the Bears did win. Woo, woo. It was a a putrid game. It, it, it was a, they, they were going in. It was a, the the Panthers were one and seven, and the Bears were two and seven, uh, and they played like that. Uh, so as we head into uh, the weekend, uh, Dawn and Steve Mickelson are still tied in first place. Ah, I don't like a tie. I am seven games back. <laughs> Brandon is nine games back. Ooh, see you later. And Kyle is 11 games. Oh, my God. I can't even see you. Out of first place. <laughs> Enjoy it while you can. Uh, we're going to play Master of Movies right now. <laughs> Kesha tickets. Woo! You know, Kesha, Taylor Swift, we're giving you tickets to Kesha. I mean, huh? Oh. I, I got to build this up so people have plenty of time to get to their phone. and. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Dial. Strategize on how you're going to get through. Hey, if nothing else, if nothing else, you get to be at the Grand Sierra Resort, right? Oh, huh? Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful venue. Oh, it is. And there's so many great places to eat there. Oh, That's their what restaurants you'll do are great. Yeah. Yeah. You can play golf, too, and hit the mm -hmm. island. Bowling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they have Froyo. Do they really? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. The show uh, is uh, Saturday. Any phones ringing? Nothing yet. Oh, uh, well, I haven't given the phone number. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. It's, we have one call. Good. Uh, the, the show is Saturday, November 25th. 
Uh, for Master of Movies, we give you a hint in a famous movie clip. You give us the title of the movie, and you win. Anyway, we can get a much easier movie than this really quickly. Oh, really? <laughs> well, you do want to get rid of them, huh? Yeah. We were, we were thinking about stretching it out because yeah. of our inventory. Yeah, I, I got I got an idea for. But you don't think I'm going to give these away when we go back on Sacramento oh. Radio? Monday, oh no no no! I know exactly what you're going. Where you're going with yeah. this? Yeah. And oh. I, have a, I have a backup plan to that. Too. Okay, got it. Oh, Kyle, yeah. real, real quick, pull up a forced gum clip or something from like Pulp Fiction or oh, something. Yeah, I've got some stuff in the hopper. All right. Okay. Aww. All right. Very yeah, we're good. good. All right. Uh, He's prepared. Hey. Oh, good. All six lines are ringing. Um, <laughs> Uh, we're going to give you a hint and play a famous, a really, really, really famous movie clip. <laughs> like, it's going to be so obvious, I hope. When you say all six lines, it'll be the same six people Fine. calling back when they're not the number, No right? problem. No yeah. problem. They'll be color one, color seven, and color 15, or whatever that works. Three of those lines is one person with three oh. burner phones. Fine. Fine. Don't care. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, oh, then 20, man. and if nobody knows the movie, <laughs> Kyle's fired and no winner. I'll be fine. 888-989-98. That's 888-989-9811. We'll four master of movies. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. This is the Rob Anybody and Dawn Show, home of the 2023 Turkey Brine and Brina Palooza. Details on both at radradio.com. Got this email from uh, Vance. Hey, Vance. He says, I would like to request a birthday shout out to a very select group. This group was formed in a bar way back in 1775, my fellow devil dogs. To all of my current active duty Marines and those of us who have already served, happy 248th birthday to the Marine, Marines, the fittest group of alcoholics with guns there ever was. <laughs> Happy, happy birthday, now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday, or we'll punch you in the face. Veterans Day tomorrow, it's observed today for many, and uh, Katie wrote in. Hey, Katie. We were talking about uh, entertainment news, and of course that means you have to talk about trailer, Ta- Travis uh, Kelsey and, and Taylor Swift. Uh, and uh, there, there's that rumor out there that Travis Kelsey, because the Chiefs are off this weekend, is in Argentina, and that's where uh, where Taylor Swift opened her uh, international tour last night. There was no Travis Kelsey sighting last night. ruh So will he be at the show tonight? Will he be there over the weekend? We don't know. And then we started to, uh, somebody wrote in and said, well, does everything go in reverse then? So Taylor Swift was going to Chiefs games, and and she's wearing his jersey and and cheering him on. Uh, And then all these girls, all the 15 to 29-year-old young women are are starting to watch the NFL just to to see Taylor. I got to see Taylor and and her cute little boyfriend. So does it go in reverse now? (laughs) A bunch of men in their 30s start going to Taylor Swift shows wearing a Taylor Swift uh, T-shirt and jumping up and down going, yay, some Taylor Swift song. Um, Katie says, as a 90s-born mom with a nearly nine-year-old daughter, both of which are obsessed with Taylor Swift, can we please not start getting a bunch of 30-something-year-old dudes at her concerts? Let's not put that in the universe, please. (laughs) Master, master of movies, I'm feeding you lies. Twisting your brain for a really cool prize. Action, adventure, sci-fi, comedy. Just take the film and you'll be Tickets to see Kesha at the Grand Sierra Resort Saturday, November 25th. We got this email from Michael uh, as we were talking about the Grand Sierra Resort. He said, speaking of the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno, I was just curious if you've heard about the new renovation proposed. 
Adding a water show, extra time. Yes, we reported it the, the day. Thank you so much. God damn it. We appreciate it. It's very it. exciting. Yeah. It is. People it's wonderful. People listen to mm-hmm. everything all the time. They don't know what we talk about. I don't even know what we talk about. It's just, it was so many weeks ago, and we have a we have a relationship with the Grand Sierra Resort. Of course, we're aware. God. But again, where were you? Thank you. Use the second sheet I printed. Jeez. The second one. <laughs> The actors are wrong, by the way. Okay, okay. that's fine. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holly Hunter did not do a voice in this movie. That is that is true. Uh, all right, Mackenzie, you're caller eighteen. Hi. 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 If you know the movie, you win. If not, we'll go to Patrick. Hello, anybody? Hello, Hello. Patrick. And caller twenty is, is your name Keith, or, or is there an H missing? And it's Keith. Keith, close oh. enough. Oh, key, 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 key. All right. Uh, we are. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Hopefully, we don't even get to you. Because oh, <laughs> it better be that easy. Right, right, right. We're yeah. looking for a, a a family film from 1994. Simba. <laughs> what have you done? Now this is, this is a it's a it's an animated movie about big cats. Simba. <laughs> what have you done? That's your that's your hint. No. Uh, Mackenzie, <laughs> Mackenzie, what is the name of the movie? The Lion King. Starry Holiday Hunter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He tried to save me. It was an accident. I didn't mean for it to happen. Of course, of course you didn't. No one ever means for these things to happen. I know a lot of you are devastated. You weren't able to get through and play. Don't worry. We have another pair of Kesha tickets for Treble Trouble coming up at 9 a.m. Right now we have a holiday pile. Forty-five days until Christmas morning. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, you are. Thirteen days until Thanksgiving. It's uh, two weeks oh, from yesterday, oh. and only thirty-seven days until Kyle's birthday. Oh, that's right! I have a birthday this year. <laughs> yes, this year. <laughs> it's sneaking up quickly. We're gonna start with a Massachusetts black bear who oh. has a penchant for eating pumpkins, so the locals have named him Pumpkin. That is so cute. <laughs> Over the past several weeks. The uh, there's two different police departments here that are quoted. I want to get it right before somebody red pens me. Uh... Oh, now this is a pet I wish we could have. <laughs> a little bear. Well, he'd be a... yes. <laughs> you could. He'd just probably jack up the house. So cute. And it'll kill us all. Oh. <laughs> cute bears eat you alive while you're screaming. I know. They don't even do it quickly. There's nothing cute about a <laughs> yeah. bear. I-, I wish they could be tamed. <laughs> Uh, Over the past several weeks, the Whitman, Massachusetts Police Department has received reports of bear sightings throughout the town. And because it's the fall, a lot of people have pumpkins out on on their on their porch or their front stoop, as they would call it. Uh, and uh, they, in fact, the police department is warning people: you got to bring your pumpkins in because it's attracting. Oh man, bear. it's decorative. Uh, none of the reports stated that there has been any contact between humans or pets and bears. But then, Pumpkin the Bear got into a barn last week in Hanson, Massachusetts. Uh-oh. Oh my God. 
I'll, I'll see if I can get you the video because he killed a goat. Oh no no! Oh. You want that video? Yep, that's a bear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You want that? You want that Poor video? Goaty goat. Yeah. I mean, what? I know they kill, but you know that's what? not. I want them sitting there cutely eating like hay or something. To, to next point. To next point. <laughs> that goat was screaming. Mm -hmm. Stop. Yep. And the bear kept Stop. devouring it. Yep. That's what bear bears do. Right. God, but let's keep them in cartoon mode. Bear gonna bear. <laughs> <laughs> And Pumpkin the Bear even got in, even though the owner had installed an electric fence and reinforced the doors. He was completely undeterred, Pumpkin was. Uh, and he got in and took care of the, uh, of the goat. Uh, now, uh, after all that, police, so that was last week, and police announced, first of all, they let the public know, and they said, since the bear has gotten a taste for livestock, he will have to be euthanized. Mm. Oh. Yeah. 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 Aww. Uh, because they say the bear is becoming too comfortable in the area. And has found too many food sources. Ugh. However, the police's decision to try and kill the bear caused many people to become very upset. Well, because it hadn't come in their barn and killed their <laughs> livestock. <laughs> so it's so easy for them to go, oh, poor little bear. I'm always torn on these stories. Uh, no, so am I. I mean, you, you, you're the morons that live in bear country. Well, we live in we live in their backyard. Sorry, I was I was about to make that point. And uh, I wasn't I, I, I wasn't going you. fast enough for for Dawn apparently. So now that we've established that when you're when you're in a because they're in a rural suburb of Boston, so it's not like they're in Boston. And uh, they, so you are in Bear Country. Bears are nearby, and you know this. And if you if you leave out first of all, you put out pumpkins to decorate. Fine. The minute you're told, oh, there's a bear that we've even named, and you keep putting out the pumpkins, and he keeps showing up and eating the pumpkins. You're attracted. The, the police chief's right. You're making the bear comfortable. And he gets more comfortable. And then he goes, I'm kind of tired of this vegetarian diet of mine. I smell a goat. Oh, no, electrical fence. And then he goes in and he eats the goat. Yeah. And then we say we're going to kill the bear. I'm, I always, and, and, but I understand. What's next? A dog? A baby? Yeah, exactly. Because we will be indignant. And not put things away. You then have to say that because mm. what you just said, a dog or a baby or a kid could be next. But I mean, it's like you, it, your pumpkins on the porch is their living room. I mean, I know we just think because we live there and we built something there that it's no longer their their living room or backyard or whatever. It is. Uh, state wildlife officials, by the way, say that moving the bear, relocating the bear is not that simple. Uh, they uh, released a statement saying relocation is not an option for bears causing property damage because bears that have learned to raid chicken coops or attack livestock will not stop that behavior mm. if they're moved elsewhere. They'll just seek it out. They'll just figure out a way to get the beginning basket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the local backlash was massive enough for Rachel Baird, a resident of Hanson, Massachusetts. To... <laughs> Any relation? <laughs> I didn't even catch that. I didn't even catch that. Baird. B-A-I-R-D. Oh, Baird. Oh, Baird. But still, it's funny. It's still yeah. funny. I mean... Uh, a resident of Hanson, Massachusetts, to create a petition to protect Pumpkin the Bear. And on Wednesday, the town's police chief, Michael Mitch, said that officers are no longer hunting the bear. And the plan going forward will be the use of less than lethal rounds to discourage the bear. And he also released a statement saying if people would stop feeding it, we would not be having this See, issue. See, now I'm torn again. Now I'm back to like, my God, you have to protect at least babies and dogs. This is dumb. He's got to go. But then I don't want him to go. This is really too hard of a decision. And wouldn't less than lethal <laughs> means 
like make the bear more enraged. Right. And Stop her- it. <laughs> Stop it. Here's bear. a beanbag to your chest. Yeah, I don't know that a bear responds to the to the beanbag the same way. Well, you know what? There, there's that. There's bear spray. Maybe they're gonna use bear spray. Which yeah, I, I, I that's I, just gonna piss the bear off more. Yeah, I I, I this I, I would need more information on this plan. You're you're right. These are this, I, I once you start talking it through, just make a bear feeder. Just have like the community stock it up with marshmallows and steak and honey, and it just be like this little metal cage that's pretty tall, and he can reach in there with his paws and get it. And everybody just contributes, and that way he doesn't go through and ruin everything. He has a source of food all the time. Put it on the outskirts of town because yeah. you don't want him coming in. The whole point is we don't want him coming into the town. Oh, we can have it. Yeah, maybe like at somebody's house who wants him there, and then you can take pictures and see when he's going to come but around. Then, then and... the bear's walking through the town where there might be dogs or babies, you know, or you know. That... You think he'd go after all those if he knew there was a cage full of food he could access? <laughs> I don't know. We need to talk to him. And find yeah. out. <laughs> hey, bear! Hey, bear! You don't want that goat. We got some. We got some lettuce. We got some canned chili. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, and and I don't like this plan because you're either going. To kill the bear or not. Like, I, I don't believe in then doing things that just torture the animal, right? When people people hunt bears and then they want to kill them right right away. They don't want to, like, be running around tracking them and, and continuing to, like, have the animal in pain. And when you're hunting something, you want to put it down immediately. So their plan to me is cruel. Kill it or leave it alone, I guess, and take your chances, town. Well, that's the thing, too, though, is... is <laughs> This this new plan that the citizens have insisted on and the police have acquiesced to. How's the town going to react when the bear does kill a kid? Mm. I mean, you guys did this, citizens. And their plan's more cruel, quite honestly. I just think it's stupid, but I don't know enough. But I mean, just as I'm talking it through, I, I it doesn't seem to me that non-lethal, for the reasons that Brandon's talking about, means are going to get the bear to go, oh, I guess I'll go to the town next door now because this town doesn't like me. Every time I show up, it shoots me in the chest with a beanbag or it sprays me with bear spray. Yeah. Um, Kyle wrote in and said, maybe a stupid question. Why not just wait until the bear goes into hibernation? Maybe next year he'll go back to a normal pumpkin-eating bastard. Hmm. So he's grumpy. He gets some sleep, he wakes up, and he's not goat hungry. Austin wrote in with uh, an ode to a movie earlier this year that Kyle loved. They should give the bear a less than lethal dose of cocaine. (laughs) They won't be hungry anymore. Uh, Next up in the holiday pile, a bowling alley near Scranton, Pennsylvania, is hosting a fundraiser this Sunday to collect funds and food for uh, the food pantry. Oh, I love it. You donate five bucks and you bring a non-perishable food item, and that lets you throw a frozen turkey down the lane. And if you get a strike, you get to keep the turkey. Nice. Can we have the little, ki- the what are they called? The bumpers. Thing? Yeah, the bumpers. <laughs> no. Got to be legit. Mm. Gotta, I saw the video. Oh, hey, and the turkey will be tenderized by the time it gets down to the end. <laughs> well, is- and, yeah, and by the way, is, the, is that the turkey I get after you throw it and you get a strike? Because I saw, they, I think they did this last year. It's ra- it's a wrapped butterball. You throw it, you get a strike. It goes behind the pins. How do they, I guess I assume they've got the ball return turned off because you don't want to grind up the turkey. <laughs> That's but now, what I was worried about. Now it's sitting back there. Do they just go back behind the pins, gab it, and go, here you go, here's your here's your, your turkey. So dude. the turkey's wrapped. You don't get you like your three, your three fingers in there to get the good grip? <laughs> I know. That's what I wanted to see. I mean, yeah, they've got to have several because to Brandon's, what he was saying a few seconds 
seconds ago. Like, they're going to thaw out. How long does this go on? Like, we need to have several on hand. They, I, I know they partnered with a local <laughs> grocery store to get the turkeys. Yeah. But, but there are a lot of – God damn it. Is this the, the, the segment of questions? Because yeah. you're, that's right. Okay. Yeah. I hadn't even thought of that. And I'm still, th- I'm still wondering – I mean, the I'm, holes. That's I'm not I'm not a, a guy who worries about germs and stuff, but bowling alleys, bowling lanes, they're they're greasy and they're dirty. <laughs> well, and I'm sorry, it's very unfair because it's not round. There are these lumps because of the way it's shaped. Yeah, it's awkward. It's very awkward. That's what it's the, already wobbling. That's the difficulty it's a level. Gutter ball every time. It's like it's like uh, that. Don't. That's why fair and carnival games are not fair. No, I know. They don't want to give away a billion turkeys. <laughs> Gotta get that get that good spit on it when you like release it from your hand so that, like it rotates the right way. So and and uh, 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 of course you know a, a local reporter had to go down and, and oh god try this out and it, I mean the way they edited it or the I don't know if it was live or whatever but it's gone viral because he got a strike right away. Oh, oh. of course. Wow. Yeah, how many times before they sh- they make it seem like it's only one time? Oh, yeah, they they shot it different. They edited it together. They just show him throwing the turkey, and then they just shoot for like a pre-produced uh, shot of him getting it strike. It's like when Michael Scott was was leaving to go be with his his woman. He was leaving the office, and he kept making those trying to make those basketball shots, and it took forever. And then he finally got the one with the uh, holiday pile. <laughs> brings us turkey mail. If you have a question. Want the perfect turkey? Send us your question and we'll answer the best we can. It's turkey mail. The 2023 proprietary blend of the Rad Turkey Brine uh, available online at radradio.com in the stupid store. Uh, we will ship it to you. Or there are uh, a little over a dozen vendors and partners, uh, local small businesses in Northern California, Northern Nevada, that are carrying the brine. They're still uh, all listed as well. Uh, and uh, next Saturday, a week from tomorrow, is Brian and Palooza 2023 what, what? at South 40 in the backyard in Reno. We'll all be there. We'll be serving the Rad Turkey Brian sandwiches. We'll have a full bar. The Stupid Store. Superstore. We'll be on site with little Charlie. He's not little. He's not tall. He'll have Rad Turkey yeah. Brian available uh, along with uh, a bunch of Rad swag. We'll have live music from uh, local bands Fat Man and Robin and Winter Light. Plenty to do inside uh, uh, South 40 uh, before, after, during, while you're waiting in line uh, that you get to meet us. There's bowling. There's cornhole. There's axe throwing. There's pool. You can bring the kids. They've got a huge arcade. It's a week from tomorrow, next Saturday. Brian Palooza 2023 at South 40 in the backyard in Reno. All the details are at radradio.com. For uh, Turkey Mail, if you got questions because uh, Thanksgiving is two weeks from yesterday, feel free to uh, email us, rad at radradio.com. Uh, and uh, remember that at radradio.com, uh, if you go to my section, there's a holiday recipe section. They've got uh, all of the recipes for various turkeys. Uh, and the mashed potatoes, the sides, my mom's stuffing, my wife's uh, broccoli casserole. We even have videos about how to make all of it as well. So I'm going to do uh, the sides I'm in charge of um, is the lasagna. And then I would, because uh, my aunt's going to do mashed potatoes and whatnot. And I'm like, okay, stuffing, but what do we all want? Do we want the Italian cornbread stuffing or Rob's mom's crazy stuffing? And that was the winner. Mm-hmm. And I just printed that out because I don't have it memorized. And I don't, I don't know where my cookbooks are. Oh. I know. I know. We have rad. <laughs> she just throws them away. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I would never use this. It's part of the show. <laughs> There's somewhere. <laughs> By the way, there is a. There is a. a, a for those because a lot of people write in. We were talking about this yesterday. I think uh, that are that are nervous. Or, or anxious over hosting Thanksgiving. Maybe it's your first time. Maybe you're just a drama queen or whatever. Oh. <laughs> uh, there is actually what I would say is a, a very helpful uh, online article that CNN posted uh, yesterday about the timeline 
of prepping for hosting Thanksgiving. And it, it, it they, they said you, sh- you should have started yesterday, two weeks out. And it's a very simple process of you finalize the menu. No, Okay, because you know how sometimes when you're talking about this, you're going back and forth. You're like Don was just doing. Don's right on schedule. <laughs> two, two weeks two weeks yeah. from yesterday. Yeah. And it was yesterday you decided. Yesterday, it. yeah. Call that That's Kathy. It. I'm like, oh my God, what are we doing? That's ah, okay, That's here's the, what you're going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Boop. It's the exact schedule. Yep. So you get you get the, 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 the menus planned out. Now you, now you have a week based on their schedule to get your shopping list ready. And they, they actually go through it in depth about it. And they, they, they give you some really helpful tips because there's a lot of ingredients that are duplicated in a lot of Thanksgiving traditional recipes. And you can overbuy or you can underbuy. So take your time. And also you can do what my wife and I are doing. You might need to be adjusting quantities because you might have a recipe that serves four and you've got 16 people coming. So you have to quadruple everything. Uh, and, and you don't want to be doing that on Thanksgiving or even the day before Thanksgiving when you're prepping. You want to have that all printed out. So you use the week the, the week until next Thursday to do all those things. I was at the grocery store yesterday getting some things. And um, two, it was a bummer for two reasons. Um, because I fell, what do you say? I fell, I fell down and went boom. Fall down, go boom. Fall down, go boom. <laughs> Broken shoulder. Yeah. Uh, I'm like having to readjust dessert making. And I still want to do my pumpkin cheesecake and cheesecake because the family like loves it. And I always do homemade whipped cream. Because both call for that in it and then on top of it. And I'm like, I, I got to limit how much I'm trying to use this the broken arm because it becomes very painful and it's wrong and do I don't you, want to end up having surgery. Do you hand whisk it or by hand or well, just using the mixer? I do put it in the, the mixer? mixer, but it's still a process. Yeah. It, it, I'm trying to just limit, right? I yeah. want to try and do things as easily as possible with one arm and not have to rely on the hand. Because I am using my right hand a little bit, but I don't want to do it too much because I... I start feeling pain. And like I said, I don't want to end up being told in six weeks, well, you need surgery because you were stubborn and an idiot. So I'm like standing You might get told one of those things, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And, oh, my God, I'm like trying to figure out how much Cool Whip I need. Because now I'm going to have to use already pre-made junk, right? It's in the freezer, <laughs> freezer section, and I'm like, oh, so good. how much is even in here? What do I eat? I'm just like, oh, my God. Now, look, Kyle. I'm just throwing it, it, tubs I, of it in the, uh, I, I love, I love Cool Whip. Mm-hmm. But, but not, no, But, 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 uh, but. Mm. What is with you women not letting me talk lately? I, just, I was just making <laughs> noises. But, but. I was just making noises. The minute Dawn started going down the path, and I could tell she's basically announcing she's not going to make her own whipped cream, I said, "I'm glad we're not going there because I don't. I, I want Dawn's whipped cream. It's just something special. It's magical. It belongs. That's what. That the whole thing belongs together. It does. Uh, so then, when you get to next <sighs> Thursday, you're a week out. That's by then. See, because you spent the whole week here thinking about quantities and trying to plan things out. Now you get your shopping list ready. Also, they they have great tips about. You, do you need to borrow any uh, equipment? Uh, for like, do you have all the seating taken care of? Do you have everything you need to cook? A lot of people get screwed on Thanksgiving or the day before Thanksgiving. Like, oh my God, the roasting pan's not big enough. It 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 does take preparation. Hosting Thanksgiving is not for that person who is always flying by the seat of their pants because it's it's going to be a, a disaster. Uh, let me tell you one thing. I'm always happy about when we have it at our house is that we're all a bunch of dirty Sicilians, so I can bring out the Thanksgiving paper plates. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's I'm sorry, that too. I'm not fancying it up. That too. You you got to uh, decide what are what are you gonna yeah. what are people gonna eat on. Do you have enough plates? And if you're going to do paper plates, do you have enough? Do you have the right sizes? Uh, these are these are all the kinds of things that if you do them now or this is next week, that you'll you'll you're it'll go so much better. They had a great tip in there too as well. Next week ish, clean out your refrigerator 
because you're going to go shopping. You're going to need all that room. Wow. And then you got to think about leftovers and where those might go. And are you going to send leftovers home with people? And, and are you going to provide disposable containers, things like that? Then you get into the weekend and you're thawing the bird. And we've gone over that timing left and right. And we'll, when we get closer to Thanksgiving, we'll remind you about all that. But if you want to see it, just if you just Google or go to CNN, what do they call it? They call it Thanksgiving timeline. If you Google that, Thanksgiving timeline, CNN, to the Google News area, you'll get the article. Do you guys already mention enough chairs? Yeah, you okay, got to have okay. all that stuff. Okay, cool. Every, I mean, everything that goes along with you have enough seating, enough space. Do you know where the table's going if you're moving the table? All that. you got. I, I still don't know what we're doing with the turkey. We've got so much going on in our house. That should be considered, members. yeah, at some point. I don't point know if my husband just wants me to order one or if he's going to go ahead <laughs> and smoke it in the smoker. <laughs> we need to decide, I think. Um, <laughs> Melissa wrote in. Uh, we were talking yesterday during turkey mail. Somebody wanted to know where do you where do you put the, the, the meat thermometer because she's had a problem where where the, the thermometer would give her the right temperature, but then when she would cut deep, it, it she would get into red, which red's no good. Light pink is fine, uh, but uh, red is bad. And so we talked about using multiple th meat thermometers so that you can get like a redundant read and things like that uh, and where to put it, multiple places on the turkey. Melissa said, are you supposed to put the thermometers in and leave them in while cooking or periodically check? That's a personal decision. I don't like the leave-in thermometer. I don't trust them. Um, and as we talked yesterday, I don't care if you're using an oven about this whole opening the oven door thing that, that, that you're letting the heat out, you're going to screw up the cooking, I, 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 then you're a bad cook. Um, I, I just, I, and again, I like to use multiple thermometers. So I do it uh, periodically when it's time. They uh, mean the pop-up that are already in there? Oh, you get a, that thing's garbage. Because I've done that with ham before. <laughs> <laughs> totally the same. It like pops out. <laughs> the the, the pop-out on the turkey, if you're going to use it, just get ready for a dry turkey. Ugh. I don't even think our brine can save that. Oh, God. Because they're designed to pop up at a really high temperature so that you're not in any way in danger of eating, getting salmonella and suing the company. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matthew says, uh, I remember you telling a caller how to reheat properly a turkey. After the smoked turkeys I did last year, I'm doing them again with the rad turkey brine, but I'm doing them a day ahead because getting up at 4 a.m. wasn't fun. How do you reheat the turkey properly? I'm planning on carving it first and then reheating it unless the almighty Rob says differently. Well, first of all, I just want to make sure you're, you're, you're using the right language there. Carving it, like you are carving it into uh, servings. So there's going to be slices of turkey. I mean, that's the right way. Because I, or are you, you know, spatchcock it, or you're gonna separate parts kind of thing? Because um, you you could do the separate parts thing. You could just you could pull off the the uh, the the legs and the wings, and then just separate the entire breast from the 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 spine, the backbone, and have a big lump, two big lumps of of bread. You could do it that way, or you could carve it either way. It's very simple. Uh, Three hundred degrees. Oven. Uh, I mean, if you had uh, multiple crock pots, I guess you could do that. Oh, that's going to take a lot longer, though. Um, which that might be the right way to do it. Um, but I've never used the crock pot. Uh, and uh, broth. Get some uh, some chicken broth in there, and cover whatever you're going to heat it in tightly. If you don't cover it, it the broth ain't going to save it. It's going to dry out. It's 20 to 30 minutes, depending on how much turkey there is. I would be checking that every 10 minutes. Once once I put it in, uh, there's a fully cooked turkey that you're just reheating. Um, you, you, once you put it in there, I would be checking every 10 minutes until it got to temperature. But that's the right way to do it. And a lot of people do that because they travel. They cook the turkey ahead of time. Um, I've done that before. There's, there's absolutely, it's totally doable. Um, but you guys just got to, and, and if you Google how to reheat a whole turkey, there are tons of suggestions, and they're all going to be similar to what I just told you. I, I think the right thing to do when it comes to turkey is have someone else handle it and be in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Christy wrote in, 
and said, I have hosted Thanksgiving for two years using the rad brine, so now I am designated host in perpetuity. I already got my brine. I also got a second bag to use on my regular chicken recipes throughout the year, which is so yummy. I have prepared per Rob's video the last two years with standard herbs. This year, I wanted to shake things up. This is a second day in a row with uh, one of these. And have a bourbon version. Is it better to put bourbon in the brine? I have seen recipes for that. Baste it with bourbon or make compound butter bourbon. Oh, what? Butter bourbon? With herbs that goes between the skin. Uh, I don't like the idea of injecting because I am afraid that will give a release hole for turkey juices. I can't help you then. Uh, I inject my birds every year and have for over a decade, and the juice does not escape from them. Those are, I mean, sometimes it's almost like eating you know, a turkey that just came out of water. Um, <laughs> your, your, your compound bourbon butter, that'll make the, the top of the breast meat, because you're going to stuff it under the, the skin, that'll get the flavor. Nothing under it will get the flavor. That's why you need to inject. I think it's a great idea. I think you're, I think you're abs- I, I would still use the butter if it was me, but I would make a bourbon concoction. I have I, I'm doing this off the fly. I think I said yesterday maybe bourbon and honey, and then a little bit of chicken broth, and then you start injecting. People inject things all the, the, the top chefs in the world inject their meat. I know what you're thinking, but you're overthinking, and that's not what happens when you actually cook it. But you do need to have a slab of that bourbon butter at the table for the rolls. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> actually, that's actually a great Hello. idea. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Got your turkey brine yet? Wait, it isn't even Halloween yet, and we're already talking turkey? Good Lord. Get yours now from the stupid store at radradio.com. Brandon? That's pretty old. We got to pull that one where where Bob says it isn't even Halloween yet. That's got to... The hell? That that one's got to go. I'll look into that. Uh, We got to... I mean, I wish. I love this time of year, and it goes too fast. Uh, So it's, it's it's not a repeat show. It's a live show. We're here. We're here. Uh, this is from uh, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Says, I'd like to wish my husband, Stephen, a happy 39th birthday. We are celebrating by taking a weekend trip to the oldest city in the United States, which, of course, is? I don't know, Salem or something? Don's New hoo-hoo. <laughs> is it New York? What? Oh, New York, New York. Is it New York? No, uh, somewhere like uh, on the, you know, over there where they were the first colonies and whatnot. Yeah, where's Plymouth Rock? Over there. Elko. Yeah. Boston or something, mm-hmm. uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, something. I would have thought all of that. I mean, <laughs> if you would have, because I don't know, I didn't know. Massachusetts? And I would have thought somewhere Massachusetts or uh, Pennsylvania-ish, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. The oldest city in the United States is St. Augustine, Florida. Oh. Huh? In the 16th century, the Spanish established their settlement in St. Augustine, Florida, and it's been continuously inhabited since its founding. According to the Library of Congress, Pedro Menendez de Avales landed in today's Matanzas Bay on September 8th of 1565 and began the founding of St. Augustine, Florida. It was ruled by the Spanish for 256 years and then the British for 20 more, and then we took it over. Nice. Uh, so they're going there. She's in. They live in Florida. It's not like they're flying all the way across the country just to go to St. Augustine, Florida. Uh, she says we're doing this so we can celebrate all things old, like my husband, who's Aww. turning thirty-nine. <laughs> that isn't old. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, when we visit the Fountain of Youth, he can get a year or two back from the Grim Reaper that's knocking on his door. Oh, happy, happy birthday! Now eat your cake. Happy, happy birthday! I will punch you in the face. It's also
also the Marine Corps' birthday today, and uh, tomorrow is officially a Veterans Day. We were doing uh, some turkey mail, and Dawn was talking about she uh, fall down, go boom last week. So she's got a broken shoulder. That makes everything more difficult. Uh, and she's got to be careful not to get too sore, and she can't injure it further and get into the surgery thing. Well, and because, like, there's no easy way for me to make the cheesecake part or the pumpkin part. Like, I need my mixer for that. I need it. There's going to be a lot of movement. So I was looking at, okay, which one of these things can be done, you know, out of a box or a can or a tub. So cool she uh, whip. begrudgingly had to uh, not uh, had to decide to not make fresh uh, whipped cream. God, uh, but Warren, uh, through that whole thing, just wrote in and said, is Dawn still sticking to the story that her pumpkin cheesecake is homemade? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it is. She's, uh, she's going she's gonna to die with that. Oh, and it's amazing. Well, the cheesecake part is. I don't know about the pumpkin part. I hate pumpkin. Well, and this year, the whipped cream sucks, so. <laughs> um... <laughs> So we were talking about turkey mail, and you get you get into that two week window. It's two weeks from yesterday, Thanksgiving is, and then whenever we bring it up, it just gets more questions going. So Rick said, uh, "Hey Rob, I live in Auburn, and I will be traveling to Newark in the Bay Area. I have to cook at my house. If you had to do this, what would you do to transport the cooked turkey?" Another question we get uh, uh, pretty much every year. I've never done that. I've never transported the cooked turkey, but I think the best suggestion I've ever heard, if it's if you have one, is a big cooler. Uh, like a, a giant igloo or, or, or whatever uh, to, to safely get it there. But, uh, I mean, anything that'll that'll get the, the bird there with it, without it rolling around the car and, and it will do. I would use just something that contains it. Just, I, I can't think of anything better. Put it in a, I don't want to put it in a bucket. But I mean, well, I mean, like, because those big ice chest thingies can be so expensive. And But some people have them on hand depending on how big your turkey is. But I was even thinking of, like, a huge, like, garbage bag where you put it on a tray, though, and then you have the, I don't know, the <laughs> ice in there. And then you're not really spending any ice? money. Why are you putting oh, ice packs or whatever? Keep it cool. Oh, he wants to. It's a cooked need, turkey. Oh, you want to keep it like room oh. temperature the whole drive and whatnot? I, I wouldn't be worried about it. But I yeah. mean, I'm weird about that kind of no, stuff. But I don't know yeah. what's the right or wrong way. Yeah, I don't no, know. You're probably right. There's some uh, like thermal lined boxes that you can get um, for this purpose of, of transporting hot food so they have the cold ones right like the with the styrofoam oh, on there yeah, but yeah, yeah. there's like a there's like a thermal lining like it's almost like a foil type of thing and yeah. there's some on amazon but if you just look at thermal food containers um that could be an option so wait a minute i i'm sorry i i, I wasn't envisioning i it, that he was cooking it on thanksgiving and then driving to the bay area if that's what he's doing yeah. get that ice the hell away from there what you want to do then is you want you want to time it out your car is packed, you're ready to go, and whatever you're going to use to transport it. Igloo, thermal bag, don't use the goddamn garbage bag. It's terrible. <laughs> well, I thought we were doing something different here. You, you've got it, because now, now if, that's, if that's what you're doing, Rick, you've got to have something that not only contains the turkey properly, but you've you got to have a lid. You're going to have to invest in a cooler if you don't have one, or whatever you think is a good idea. But I love Brandon's saying those those thermal bags, they could be huge. Fine. You just put it in there, and it does zip. Fine, whatever. And, and they're cost-effective. That's fine. But whatever you're going to use, I said. But you got to have everything ready to go. And the minute that turkey's done, put it in that container and drive. Mm-hmm. Your turkey's just resting. By the time you get to, to the Bay Area, it's going to be perfectly ready to be carved, you might, you, maybe you got to call your relatives, have them have the oven at 300 degrees to slowly heat it up. You'll know when you get there. So would it be okay if he just wrapped the turkey up in a bunch of tinfoil? Like somebody held the cooked turkey and then he just took <laughs> the tinfoil and went like a bunch of times around that. the turkey yeah. until none of the juices yeah. leaked out. You have a big ball of tinfoil yeah. and then you can put it wherever you want. Put it on a cookie sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Make the foil in the shape of a goose. Yeah. Anything oh, drips. Yeah. And just, and at that point, because you got to cover it in oil, oil, just let it roll around the car. <laughs> 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 
oh my gosh, but yes, he's got to figure out is it time to eat when they get there, mm. or does he have to put it in that oven? Which that I mean that it, it's not to warm up. I, I don't know why I was envisioning he was like cooking it the day before and he was just trying to get it there safely. And if that if everything still applies, it's just now you've got a timing mechanism, and I don't know if. Uh, if Rick had thought of that. But I think we gave you enough suggestions on how to transport it, which was your real question. Uh, let's see. This is from uh, Christy. Hi, Christy. Says, hey, Rob, what day should I pull the frozen bird to thaw in the fridge? I'm traveling the weekend before, and I will be home Monday. However, the husband will be here to pull the bird from the freezer. You'll forget. Also. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to remind him yeah. hourly. Multiple texts. I'll uh, get to it. And then, you know, the day goes by. Make him send you a picture. <laughs> uh, also... Yeah. When does the bird go into the brine? I know this is a lot of questions. Can you go over the day's process, brine, and then uncover it in the refrigerator for how many days before I throw it in the smoker? All right. Well, I was going to wait till next week, but since you asked. All right. I'll just give you what I do. And you don't have to do it this way. You could push everything back by a day or two, but this is what I do. On Friday, at the latest, the bird's in the fridge thawing. Um, because big deal if the bird completely thaws out and sits in the refrigerator for a day or two. It's just it's a fresh it's a freshly thawed bird uh, that's sitting in the fridge. It's it's totally set. You you don't want to have to deal with that last minute. Oh my God, there's still ice in the bird or it's still frozen. Although there are tricks around that. Friday at the latest, it's in the refrigerator. It goes into the brine on Monday at Williams Manor, and then on Tuesday because it brines overnight, I prep it and put it in the fridge. Uh, all of this is explained uh, at radradio.com or in the cookbooks. And I leave it in the fridge starting Tuesday until Thursday. And by prepping it, I mean everything. The injection, the seasoning, the pats of butter that go under the skin. And, and you put it in the refrigerator uncovered. Now, remember, I give this warning a few times every year. By the time it's been in the refrigerator, even if you only do put, the, put it in the – by the way, if you're wondering why – I'm sorry, I forget that we have to do this every year. That's how you get crisp skin. You, you get the, you get the, the uncovered turkey – Sitting in the nice cold refrigerator for at least a day, preferably two, that is the way to get the skin prepared to be nice and crisp when you cook it. And it doesn't pick up any smells of other stuff in the fridge? Not that I'm aware of, but I have multiple fridges in my garage, and I use one that has nothing else in it, basically, other than a contained product. So for most people that don't have that, do you got to be... We've like, never gotten there? any emails that I've heard about. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. you, you don't want... I, I literally don't know. You don't want something... I mean, why Why is your, your fridge stink? No, not stink, but you know how there's, like, there's other food in there. I, and, I, I'm not as fortunate to have multiple fridges in my house, so I do this with other things in my fridge, and, you know, there's, like, leftovers and stuff in there, and it's never affected the flavor of, of the turkey, or it's or the turkey hasn't done anything to the fridge. Yeah, there's just something about exposed food in the fridge that kind of makes me think something's going to happen with it. Yeah, I mean, so, if, yeah, yeah. if you're a freak, you're going to have to find another <laughs> another hack, because, because yeah. you could psychosomatically, you know, pick up something uh, after the fact. Uh, but the thing that, that I always have to remind people is, after it's been, after your turkey has been in the refrigerator overnight, exposed, and certainly if you do it for two nights like I do, it's going to be close to purple. Do not freak out. That's what it's supposed to look like. God, that would be freaky. There is, there's nothing wrong with it. it. That's just the effect of it being exposed the to the cold air. The turkey's gone bad. Yeah, oh, it hasn't. No. I know you're going to think that if you've never done it. It hasn't. You've been warned. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Tuesday is when I put my turkey, my fully prepped turkey, in the refrigerator, and then it comes out Thursday morning. Do remember, when you're, whenever you're going to cook your bird, you've got to bring it up to room temperature before you put it on whatever cooking apparatus you're using. Grill, smoker, oven, anything. It's got to sit out for, depending on how big your bird is, an hour, hour and a half. Get it to room temperature. It's fine if it just sits there for, it thawed out for even for a, a little while. It's not going to go bad or anything. I mean, honestly, 
if you're if and I mean this not to be funny and not to be a jerk. If you're a total freak about like food sanitation in the sense of where you're maybe worried that that the, the exposed bird's going to pick up smells and like you have to have all these things. Oh my god, the bird's sitting out for too long. Oh my god, the bird's pink or per- let somebody else cook the bird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, and I I'm I'm, tr- I'm really trying to be nice. You're going to go insane. And, and 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 I don't know if you're going to get through the process. You're going to be calling Boston Market. Are they still around? Oh, All that mac and cheese. Oh. <laughs> uh, Lisa wrote in. Uh, we were talking about uh, other about prep, like like now, like things you should be thinking about and how and 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 getting ready for. Like you should have yesterday finalized your menu, like Dawn did. Uh, if whether either you haven't thought about it or you've been going back and forth. Which kind of stuffing are we going to make? Or which sides are we going to have? Decide yesterday. If you haven't, obviously, decide this weekend. That way you can start working on your ingredients list, seeing what you have, seeing what you need, triple-checking your recipes and all that. But also start thinking about everything you're going to need to make all those dishes. Do you have it? And and don't just go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have the right size pan? Do you have a big enough pan? Do you have uh, Do you have the right, all of the, do you have all the seating stuff, you know, enough chairs, and what are you going to do about it? Because you don't want to be thinking about this the week of Thanksgiving, the day before Thanksgiving. And so Lisa wrote in and said, my dining room table already has most of the cookware we'll need for Thanksgiving out. Roasting pans, gravy boat, casserole dishes. I also have my non-perishables ready, such as your brine broth gravy pack. So this is just a humble brag. <laughs> Good. You're very organized. Yeah. No, and that's, I mean, that's. <laughs> That, that's there's that's that is great I, that that will that will make it so much easier on the day of or or as you get into next week it, it, to and and I'm telling you I I have plenty of times thought oh yeah yeah I got that and then Wednesday hits or worse Thursday and it's like oh my God I didn't get this or we don't have I thought we had this and and because what happens maybe this is just a, a Williams Manor thing something might happen to a a, a, a cooking uh, a utensil, not utensil, uh, uh, like like a, a pan or 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 something that you use over in like April, and you forgot that you got rid of it or that it got ruined, and you just, just it's always been there. You've had this roasting pan for years, so of course I got the roasting pan. I'm not going to go to the trouble to go into the kitchen and look oh, where the roasting yeah. pan is kept. And then there's no roasting pan. And then you forget. <laughs> oh crap! That's right. I I. I burned the ham in april and it got well, so ruined that we just threw it away and i said i would just order a new one and i never did and now we don't have a roasting pan things like that I, I, for thanksgiving it's always for me like triple check yeah i can't speak to the roasting pan turkey thing since i don't do that but <laughs> in moments like this i always think back and if some of you've had this experience this will help you to always think back i i dated this guy that lived in your typical bachelor pad they had like one pan and one spoon and I made amazing <laughs> meals in that kitchen with limited cooking utensils. So whatever you forgot, think back to those days. Maybe your own days when you first worked out had nothing, but you managed to be able to make a full meal. That's all. You're just going to have to old school it yeah, and I mean, improvise. If, if, you, if you wind up in that position, that's exactly right. That's why I'm really, really trying to get you to not wind up in that position. The, the good news, too, is because of the way the modern world is, this is not what Dawn and I experienced, not only just growing up, but when we were younger. You can get anything you need on Thanksgiving. If if you if you found out in the middle of Thanksgiving 20 years ago, let alone 30 or 40, that you didn't have something or you forgot something, you were screwed unless 7-Eleven had it. <laughs> Nothing was open. Yeah, the corner market. Now, now you can I mean and now it's even better. You can get Instacart to to bring you something even on oh. even on Thanksgiving. So if you wind up in that situation, you don't have to panic. Now, a lot of the stores when we're talking about like cooking um, devices or anything like that, 
A lot of those stores aren't going to be open on Thanksgiving this year. Like, remember we went through that – we used to – what was it, 10 years ago? We were fighting every year about should stores be open on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And you'd have the employees who say – there would be half the employers who'd be like, this isn't fair. Uh, I can't be with my family. And people would say, well, then, you know, don't work there or whatever. And then the other half of the employers were like, I want to work. I'm getting paid extra. I need the money, et cetera. Now nobody wants to work. And so. then there was the, yeah. the, the argument over whether or not it's, <laughs> it's blasphemous to be open on Thanksgiving, et cetera, et cetera. The reason they're not open now is because every shop's on the internet. Yeah. I mean, that's that's. I was just reading the story this morning. You know, the, these retail stores are really hurting unless they have online access. So, so what's like? I thought they all closed at like three p.m. Like they gave the evening off for the workers to go home. Some do, which is super nice. Okay. I mean, well, mo- when I'm, ta- I'm what I'm talking about right now is like grocery store. Most of the grocery stores are open for a while on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm talking about stores like you know your Targets, oh. your department stores, anywhere you might need like like just to keep using the example a roasting pan. You might be really limited, which is why. You know, again, I'm just trying to get people to to just take a moment to prep, uh, and and just make sure that you have everything. You don't have ice, big deal. Uh, you don't have uh, 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 probably most food ingredients. You can you can solve that. You don't have plates. Mm-hmm. Well, then you are. You're not paper plates. You're gonna have hey, to. You're gonna have to get those from, from the store. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you. Got. Yeah. Serve. Just serve your turkey in a bowl. <laughs> and plop the mashed potatoes. You're oh. just gonna make like a KFC bowl at home, only with turkey. Or you can get crafty with your tinfoil again. <laughs> <laughs> you really like that tinfoil, dude. Though, it's yeah. useful. And it, you can make a bowl, right? Yeah. Or a plate. Yeah. Or so, look, when you were talking about like when we grew up, the thing that the adults in our family at least were always grateful for is because that corner store always had their cigarettes. And like you know, wine in the bottle or box, or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. You knew you were always gonna have that on Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, and no you all, what. you always had that relative who was like, "I'll go, I want to go." Oh, well, as kids were able to go, we'll get your box of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait, and you just walk in, wine. walk in with a note. Please let Dawn buy me some box wine. And then you signed it. This was a different time, kids. I love Dawn's perfect Thanksgiving of cigarettes, Ernest and Julio Gallo, and turkey on a tinfoil. We're going to play Treble Trouble right now. It's brought to you by Fast Action Pest Control. They service not only the entire Rad Radio team, our studios, our homes, but also the entire Sacramento area as well. As Davis, Stockton, and most of the East Bay area, they are at Fast Action Pest Control. Dot com. We got a pair of tickets to see Kesha. Woo-hoo! What? what? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Kesha. <laughs> oh yeah. Did the, the, the new things pop up? Is, oh, yeah. Does your box look good? Uh, my box looks great. <laughs> All right. Thank you. That's Kesha. Oh boy. All right. Phones are ringing. Uh, the show is at the Grand Sierra Resort Saturday, November twenty fifth. We're gonna play you a three second song clip. You have to give us the title of the song, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. Google Kesha songs. Uh, and if nobody knows the song title, <laughs> drop what's everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. We really do. 888-989-9811 for Treble Trouble. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Don't be this year's idiot that forgets to get the Rad Turkey Brine before it sells out. Head to radradio.com now. I said now, and order yours from the stupid store. 
Got this email, rad at radradio.com from Aaron. Hi, Aaron. We were doing uh, turkey mail, and uh, we were talking about it. We were trying to just hammer in the, the, the idea of prepping, thinking ahead. That Thanksgiving is two weeks from yesterday, and yes, you should already be thinking about it, especially if you're prone to being stressed out. Uh, and uh, and uh, we really got into the weeds there, and uh, Aaron said, uh, this is all so stressful, so much work, so much pressure, preparation, so much to worry about. Thank goodness we just show up at my dad's house with my family when every when everything everyone else has cooked and prepared, and then we just have to be on time and eat. Yeah. That's one way to do it. Let's get to treble trouble. Treble trouble, treble trouble, treble trouble, Insert witty comment about eating turkey here. Treble trouble, treble trouble, treble trouble. We got a pair of tickets to see Kesha. <laughs> At the Grand Sierra Resort, Saturday, November 25th. Caller 18. Hello, Ashley. Hi. Hi. <laughs> if you know the song title, you'll win. If not, we'll go to Misty. Hello. Hello. And uh, Evan, you're caller 20. <laughs> Yellow. 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 We are looking for a pop song from 2009. What is the name of that pop song that is also shares the name with the uh, one of the most popular social media apps right now? Ashley, do you know? <laughs> TikTok. Yes, it is. <laughs> Funny, she said threads. We won, man! Oh my gosh! You win. Tesla's only, I mean, biggest hit. Uh, I mean, uh, 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 Tesla. Kesha's Tesla. Tesla. Uh, uh, biggest hit. Uh, TikTok. Uh, uh, Ashley, are you are you like are you laughing or are you super are you hyperventilating? I'm hyperventilating. Oh, she's excited. Good. Aww. Well, we're glad you're excited. Congratulations. Aww. Thank you. I love you guys. And I'm glad that it's the following Saturday because I'm seeing you next Saturday. So Aww. now my next two Saturdays are booked. Aww. <laughs> Aww. All right. All right. So, uh, well, first, there, you know, here's the big song from a. What Ashley's referring to uh, a week from tomorrow is uh, Brian Palooza 2023. We will be in Reno at South 40 in the backyard uh, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. The South 40 restaurant will be serving up the rad turkey brian sandwiches. We'll have a full bar. The stupid store will be on site. Super store. Uh, and you can grab not only your last minute turkey brine, but a bunch of rad swag as well. We'll have live music from local bands Fat Man and Robin and also Winterlight. Plenty to do there at uh, South 40. There's cornhole, bowling, pool, axe throwing, and more. Plenty of stuff for the kids in the new arcade as well. That is a, a week from tomorrow at Brian Palooza 2023. It's free to get in, get a picture with us, hang out with us, talk to us a little bit. I'm sure it sounds like Ashley would be a little bit hysterical. Like, oh my God! Oh my God! I'm so excited! I'm the one's going to cash in a week! Yay! Me! Which is fine. Um, now, with all that said, uh, our, uh, our dad joke teller, he participates pretty much every day, uh, Big D, uh, sent in a note uh, about uh, uh, Brian Palooza. And I said it didn't have to be read right on the air, but honestly, Big D, it's just easier if I do this on the air. 
and, and we'll just get it out of the way. Uh, he wrote in and said, with Brian Apalooza being a week from this Saturday, I wanted to reach out and get a list of everyone's preferred freeze-dried candy oh. so that the missus and I can put together a treat bag for that everyone. That is really thoughtful. They Thank send you. in They send in a... Um, a sampling uh, of the of their uh, freeze dried candy. I think it was because of the cantaloupe festival, uh, and uh, Dawn was ripping cantaloupes and <laughs> how disgusting they are. And he makes a, a cantaloupe freeze dried candy or something. But they they they've got a new machine, uh, and I mean they're they're expanding on this whole thing. And I, I we tried them and they were amazing. So good. I mean, uh, dangerously good. Yeah. And and so he wants. And so he sent us uh, he, the, uh, his menu. As to what we might want, so I because we had some that we loved. Like I loved the the Skittles, mm-hmm. the original yeah, those Skittles, were so good. Um, but I don't know if I just want to go down that road again, or do I want to try something different? Now you guys liked the nerds too, the nerd clusters. Yeah, Would you like, was that better than Skittles? No, no. Okay, uh, my favorite were the um, Jolly Ranchers because it was such a stark difference from what a traditional Jolly Rancher is. When it's freeze dried, it's so easy to eat and it almost like melts in your mouth. So you get that instant gratification of the flavor of a good Jolly Rancher, but you don't have to wait to suck on it for however long it takes to suck on a Jolly Rancher. See, and I think I got soured on the, on the, the Jolly Rancher thing because the first one I ate was the watermelon flavor, and I cannot stand watermelon. Hmm. And I think it ruined my palate for the other ones that the he had The Jolly seen. Rancher was good. It was good. Yeah. And I just, I, just, I mean... It was good from what I could tell, but I was like, nah, it's not very good. But I, I just think that the bottom, I couldn't get the watermelon You're out You're a Skittles person. I anyway. am. I am, but I, but yeah. I got, I, we got a bunch of Jolly Ranchers. I, I love the Jolly Ranchers. Um, <laughs> At your age, we should stay away from stuff that hard. Yeah, dangerous. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I, I have great teeth, remember? You're, I don't ever go to the dentist. Great. Yeah, you're you're the my one great. with the bad genetics oh when it comes to teeth. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, aren't you great with all your good genetics? Oh, not all of them are good. <laughs> but you got the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, the the menu is uh, he's got Skittles in the original, Wildberry and Sour Shrieker. What's a sour, sour shrieker? See that that grabbed my eye too. I was like, because oh. he didn't send us everything they make. When I was a Skittles person, that was my favorite—the sour Skittles. Oh man, especially when they would just like really cut your mouth. That's up. what they do because it's so sour. When that's good. When you're self-loathing, yeah. that's, that's that's great because they're gonna they're gonna depending on how you eat them and they're gonna cut the roof of your mouth and your tongue up. Yeah. And, and so, but you gotta. You got to be in the mood for them. I guess that's what happened. I was no longer self-loathing. <laughs> See, you got you got healthy. That was stupid. I got mentally and emotionally oh, right. healthy. Oh yeah, of course. Not physically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Skittles, we have original Wildberry and Sour Shrieker. He has freeze-dried fruit roll-ups. Oh, what? oh wow! What? I knew that would be one. What the and- hell? I didn't get the list of flavors, but we can certainly request. So I'm, I'm curious how that ends up after it's done being freeze dried. Do they like roll it up and then freeze dry it? So it's like Ooh. a log oh. of fruit roll up. Yeah. I'm very interested to see yeah. what that looks like. Or, or do they, or do they cut it into bite sized pieces mm-hmm. and put it into the bag? Is it going to be the healthy, crappy kind of fruit roll up? Are we talking like the good ones, like the fruit by the foot? Yeah, probably not the stuff you got at the hippie school. Okay, good. <laughs> it's probably good because I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I used to eat that garbage too. It's got. All the it, seeds from the real fruit that they put in it. And it's a lie. It's a liar when it says it's oh. a fruit roll up. And you're like, no, you're not. All right. I've, I've got it pulled up. It looks like they're all folded up, Brandon. The freeze dried candies with the fruit roll up version, nice. they're folded up into little pillows and then oh. they're freeze dried. Cool. What? Oh. So I, the, uh, the Kyle referenced, uh, what was it? Uh, fruit, 
what is it called? Fruit fruit oh, no. by the foot. Okay, so I, I love that stuff. Yeah. But I do like the old school fruit roll-ups. Yes. I, I love the originals. I, I don't know if it's a childhood thing or what. But all the chemicals. We, we'll have to. And maybe oh. that's it. And it, peeling it off of that sheet yes. Yes. is so satisfying. Oh. Uh, unless it was uh, apricot. Whoa. Oh. Oh. Awful. He gave that to your grandma. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll have to, like, when we when we email him, we'll have to, like, do little, well, if it's this, we don't want it on each of <laughs> our choices. How many can we get? Kyle, we will take whatever <laughs> oh. you want to give us. Yeah. That's the answer. Let's see. Okay, so uh, uh, freeze-dried Skittles, original wild berry sour sugar, freeze-dried fruit roll-ups. I don't have the flavors. He has freeze-dried Werther's. Oh, <laughs> I got to try those. That's the good stuff. That's interesting. Original pumpkin and or apple in uh, oh, freeze-dried Yeah, Werther's. bring on the Werther's. Uh, uh, freeze-dried Lucky Charms marshmallows. Oh, oh. Duh, that's a no-brainer. We have to get those. What do they do? Buy boxes and just pick out all the marshmallows? <laughs> I think they do sell just marshmallow <laughs> versions of the Lucky Charms. I would hope. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, freeze-dried saltwater taffy. Oh, oh, on yum. board. Mm. We are a saltwater taffy house. Um, <laughs> looks like uh, I love saltwater taffy. He's only it, 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 he only lists two flavors. What? Caramel apple. Oh, 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 oh! Caramel apple is heaven. And candy corn. Yeah. Okay. He's got leftover Halloween candy trying to get rid of I on us, the huh? Caramel corn salty. Saltwater yeah. taffy. Yeah, I've had it. It's, it's Oh, but the apple thing is good. I respect what you do with the freeze dries goods and, and I, I see what you're doing just to make it, you know, mixing it up, but there's some things that should not be freeze dried, in my opinion. I think the saltwater taffy is just perfect the way it is, and I, that's the reason why I go to it mm-hmm. is because of the texture. You want that, yeah, that I consistency. Want the chewiness. Yeah. Yeah. But I am yeah. curious what it tastes oh, like. Oh, I'll try yeah, yeah, I'll try it. Yeah. Um and uh, and the nerds uh, gummy clusters, the Jolly Ranchers, he doesn't list all, list all the flavors, but this is this is big D is is uh, too hard to choose. I know. You're going to have to think Can about get- it. So we can get them anyway. Can we get like one or one of every one of each yeah. one? Yeah, is there a sample yeah. box? A giant sample box for but see then a sampler that they do. Yeah. Okay, I tell you what, Big D. Because I don't want them to give away too with much extra skittles. Us. If you bring us, if you just if you just bring us a, like whatever your sampler pack would be, Dawn's right. Obviously, we're not asking for for everything. No, 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 no. If you brought us everything, that'd be cool. No, yeah. no, yeah. it's yeah. up to you. It's up to you. Your small business. We'll just bring us a big box. We will we will not open the box until the Monday after Brian Palooza. We'll try some of them on the air and we'll tell people about it. And give us your contact information again when we see you. We will be happy with yeah. whatever you put in the box. Absolutely. So I, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself too much here, but we are working on getting... Big D's Dark Ones Confections to be on site for Brina Palooza. Oh. So all the maggots can purchase their candy. I, I'm nice. working, I'm trying to work it out and it, it's work. It, I think it's going to happen, but I don't want to make any promises just yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we haven't announced anything yet. Uh, but I mean, that would just, that would be the game changer as, as well. But yeah. uh, either way, uh, Brina Palooza is a week from tomorrow at South 40 in the backyard in Reno. Details are at radradio.com. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Brina Palooza 2023 is Saturday, November 18th at South 40 in Reno, beginning at 10 a.m. Details at radradio.com. We got this email from, uh, he didn't sign it. Hmm. Hey, person. Well, hopefully uh, there aren't a lot of uh, dads named Maverick out there because after 24 years of listening, my dad Maverick has yet to receive a birthday shout out. He's an incredible father who has given me life lessons that I use every day. He's helped me navigate this war we call life. 
<laughs> and I'm incredibly grateful for his encouragement and life lessons. This shout-out would mean the world to him. Oh, right. happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday or we'll punch you in the face. It's also the Marine Corps' birthday today. Uh, Veterans Day is tomorrow. Uh, we got this email from Lance, hey, Lance. talking about freeze-dried candies, and one of the choices was uh, fruit roll-ups. Uh, and so we were talking about the different ones, the modern ones and the, the original ones. Uh, Lance wrote in, the original fruit roll-ups rolled up on the cellophane. When you peeled them off, it was so satisfying as a child. <laughs> Almost as satisfying as peeling off a whole scab at one time. <laughs> heavenly. See, the scab was a little God. more satisfying because you, ah. you, you, could, I mean, you could... If you, if you could have, have a fruit roll up any time, quote, quote. I mean, they're always accessible, and if you had the money or whatever. Scabs, they, they, they just come when they come. Mm-hmm. So they, and, and, and you got to take advantage of them. You gotta, oh, you sure do. You got to nurture them. You got to let them get nice and hard. Oh, mm-hmm. God. And you don't yeah. want you don't. Oh, how many times did you prematurely pick? Oh, <laughs> it gets too bloody. Yeah, and, and, then, it, and then you get the, the exposed skin. You shouldn't pick them at all. Oh. Eh. Oh, there's a good method to picking. What you do is you pinch your skin a little bit around said scab, so then it gets that natural lift up from you pinching the skin, yep. and then you can easily get to the middle, and then you can lift it up lightly, and it's perfect. No doubt. No doubt. It's just you've got to be patient. You, you just I, It's so hard. It's like waiting for Christmas morning. <laughs> As, as a kid, and that that was that's always been my. Uh, and then then if you do it Kyle's way and you get the full scab, it's much easier to eat. Do you know what I liked? And I know this is bad for you, but um, we would get really tanned or, or super sunburned, and and my sunburns oh. a lot of times they'll turn into tans. But when I was little, they would peel, mm-hmm. and man, you could get it's so gross, but you could get a really good peel, and you'd get mad if it broke too soon, right? Because you want to. Yeah. Well, see, area. I mean, I'm being albino, oh, you know, I, I tried to avoid those things, but I had a few experiences like yeah. that. But what I what I was so fortunate was because I played sports all the way through high school, athlete's foot. And it's the same thing. Is it? It's the same thing. You peel the skin off. And, and I mean, I can't tell you how many times my mom wanted wanted to, like, cheer my athlete's foot. I'm like, no, I love being able to. But same thing, though. If you prematurely peel... You can you can you can hurt yourself. You can like open oh, up. You can open up. Yeah, your, so yeah. you, got, you got to learn as you go, and that's that's great to eat too. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, you do. It, it dissolves on your tongue perfectly. Oh, you you lay it on there, and it melts away nicely. It's like Jesus. a Listerine strip. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. That the original Listerine strip was was athlete's foot. <laughs> Inspired by cannibalism. You're eating yourself. Uh, well, you're right. Cause if I, you I, ate your arm, you're still a cannibal. I would eat. I would eat my wife's athlete's foot if she had it. So you're right. It, it, you're right. It's, I, I see nothing wrong with that. Uh, you gotta be careful because sometimes with the sunburns, you'll put like lotion or aloe on and then peel it, and then it gets a nasty flavor on the skin when yeah. you eat it. Yeah. yeah. Coconut. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, Allie emailed in, and uh, I'm a little confused about the way it's written, but on uh, Monday morning, uh, we are back on Sacramento Radio uh, on 104.7 FM and 8.90 AM. It'll be all rad all the time. Uh, and when we made the announcement, we told you it's the, the same company that owns uh, Rock 104.5 in Reno. We've been working with them forever. And the, and the hidden gem in this, because people just the way our listening habits are, is that AM station, because 8.90 AM has this enormous reach. Uh, we we got we got an email from somebody like on the east coast that claimed they were they were hearing the station. Um, I couldn't confirm that obviously. But see, this is what I'm confused about. Is there another 890 on the east coast? Uh, right? Do they? Right? I think a well. I don't know. They said it was playing Spanish music, so that'd be right. quite the coincidence. If it, they were both yeah, doing that. good point. If, as but, long as they they knew it, that yeah. it was playing because that because right now it is Spanish. The Spanish station is moving 
and, and to a different frequency, and then it'll be us. So uh, Allie wrote in, and she said, I can't wait to try the 890 AM on my drive up to Boise today. Mm. Is it this Monday you start broadcasting? Yes, it is. So you're, I, I, what I'm trying at first, because it gets more confusing to me, uh, at, 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 at first I thought, oh, okay, she just wants to see how far it goes. And just be aware, you're going to be listening to a lot of Spanish music. Yeah. Uh, and she wants to see if it gets all the way to, to Boise. But, then she's, but she knows it's Monday. Then she says, I'm so excited I could tinkle. There's nothing broadcasting in this one stretch of the road through Oregon and South Idaho, only a few AM stations, no FM, no internet, no self-service. I can't even use my better class of listener membership there. Okay, well, if the station goes all the way, you're not going to hear us. It's just the way it's written. So I hope she yeah. knows that. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Maybe that's why she was saying, is it this Monday? Because then she's realizing that Maybe. if it is, then Maybe. she's not going to be able to get it. I know my, my... I mean, be safe. Are you by yourself? I, that's a lot of like not being able to reach people if you're driving alone, girl. I don't like that. Way to go, Don. <laughs> Thank you so much. I know that my, my dad has reported at 890 AM, comes in loud and clear down in the East Gay area, Bay where area. he lives. I was going to say, doesn't the signal travel better at night, too, for AM? Yes. That's what I've heard. So it maybe does. if she drives at night, she might have some No, I, at night, yeah. where no one can like get a hold of her. Well, she in the middle of nowhere. Get a full tank of gas and don't uh, break down. Yeah, maybe if she makes the drive on a regular basis, she's fully prepared for all no, of this. And just, maybe she's not a scaredy cat and other things. No, no. I did all this garbage when I was younger. I'm sure people do it now as they're older. One of our nieces, poor thing, she wanted to drive cross country by herself, and she could do whatever she wants. But we were like freaking out. Uh, no, cute young girl, cross country by yourself? Are you insane? Which I would have done the same thing. <laughs> what are you insane? An independently functioning person who is capable of of acting on their own? Yeah, no, that's all insanity. Of that is great. All, all insanity. All of that is great. Can happen to a young girl alone driving cross country. So much can oh. happen to a middle-aged man alone driving cross country. Yeah. You just have to be prepared and/or right. a, a reactionary. You, you care, but it's a little less caring about that yeah, than bring, the younger girl. Just bring some weapons. You've got some. You can donate some, right? <laughs> uh, we, that'll work with law enforcement. Yeah. It was donated. That's, that's <laughs> legal, right? Uh, we got this note from Laura. Says, you all are gross for eating your skin. Yeah. And what? you thought that me leaving my empty eggshells in the carton after I used them it, was it, gross. Well, no. I didn't think it was gross. It's I just, just thought it was stupid. It's or, inconsiderate. Yeah, and rude. Excuse or, me, and don't, keep, don't, don't include me in that, y'all. I am not eating skin. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, it's not like we're going around peeling the skin off of well, strangers. That's why you're eating it. You think there's nothing wrong with it. Because there is nothing wrong with it. It's not like we're John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> right. You're one step there. Well, we're just wow. not littering. Oh, wow. <laughs> Law enforcement needs to add that to their list of how they identify serial killers. Oh, this guy eats his skin. He's one step away. <laughs> Let's get to WinRob's change. We do it every morning at 6.30 and 9.30. We start with Chris, the princess spreadsheeter in the gay area, who says, I chuckled to myself a little bit when after this morning's comparable statistic about urethral suppositories, <laughs> yeah. our 6.30 contestant was named Richard. <laughs> he gave us a great guess, and after Rob's clue, there are now 650 valid numbers remaining, which is a 0.15% chance of winning with the next guess. I tried to find a comparable statistic in honor of the Marine Corps birthday, but I couldn't. So the best one I could find is the same percentage of babies, 0.15%, have a birth weight of 1.1 pounds or less. Yeah, that's, a, that's right into the incubator, little Cornish game head. Uh, we are looking for our eighth guess. No, our seventh guess, Rob. Uh, if you have the right amount of money, you uh, win it. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob, anybody, anybody. and Dawn. 
The Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Now back to Rad Radio. See, you miss it when I don't mention the brine, don't you? Haha. Get your 2023 Rad Turkey brine now from the stupid store at radradio.com. A couple emails already at radradio.com. First one is from uh, Allie. Hi, Allie. It's a follow-up. She's the one that wrote in uh, and uh, didn't quite explain everything, but she's gonna she's driving to, to Boise. Uh, and she wrote in because she said she's going to try out 890 AM because that's uh, the station. Uh, Rad Radio uh, uh, will, will return to the Sacramento Airwaves on Monday, 104.7 FM and 890 AM. And the AM station uh, goes far. And, and so she wants to see how far does it go. Uh, and, and then, of course, Dawn had to bring the room down by uh, <laughs> telling her to make sure that she's safe and you know don't get raped and all things right, like take that. Take all the precautions, weapons, whatever. Because Allie mentioned in her email <laughs> that uh, there's a dead spot where you, she can't get any internet, she, she, she can't get any radio stations, and it's a part of the drive. Uh, and then Dawn kept going and, and, and going. And so Allie wrote back. She says, hi, Dawn. Hi, Allie. I always bring protection. I'm 60, and I do this drive quite a bit. All right, good 60. for you, girl. I never drive at night because I can't freaking see because I'm old. 60, Jesus. Please don't worry. My right. daughters have Life 360. And oh, yes, they oh, can yeah. see where you're at. Always oh, know yes. where I'm at. Oh, oh yeah, we and got that, that on my pop. And that doesn't need, like, a, an internet connection or anything? Like, the, well, the, those I, dead areas? I do I don't know anything about I, it. I think it does, but maybe I'm wrong because mm. it can update where you're at, and I thought it needed that. Maybe it uses a satellite. I'm not worried about the 60-year-old driving and her safety. I'm worried about her driving through any uh, farmer's markets. Um. <laughs> I mean, the other people on the road are who I'm worried about. <laughs> oh, I'm worried about her driving uh, at that age. I mean, I thought they had... At, thought, at that age? I thought they had buses for, for the elderly. <laughs> What 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 age is elderly that you you think well, they should the, be bust? That, that whole 60? thing that whole thing got screwed up on so many levels. Because <laughs> that, that that's the joke. The first joke is that sixty is elderly. That's yes. right. And Brandon had already handled that joke with the reference to driving into the farmers market, and then we had to beat it. And that whole segment. Kyle just had a different joke. For that was it. that was just awful. I didn't that's get awful. the farmers market joke though. Yeah, I know. Oh, he's too young <laughs> I, to I, get it. Yeah, I know. Well, it was yeah. a, it was a throwback reference. <laughs> Not, not our best work. <laughs> just saying. Oh my God. Let's get it out of our system before we're back on in sack. You know, I'm very glad that you have things for protection. Um, and th- so within within all that, we, we started talking about the, the AM station and, and how far does it go. And right now it's a Spanish station. Uh, and then uh, the uh, the owners, Lotus Communication, are moving it to a different frequency and will be on uh, 104.7 FM and 890 AM on Monday. And it's the same. It's what we call a simulcast. You'll hear the exact same thing on both stations. But there was this question of, well, how far will it go? Because we're getting reports from various areas that it's far. Uh, and then Dawn asked a great question. How Aren't there different 890s across the – and yes, there are. Uh, and I threw it away because I, 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 I wanted to quote him, and I, I don't know where I put it. But somebody wrote in and said uh, that he looked it up. I can't confirm this. Uh, and he found uh, 21, I think he said, different 890s uh, across the country. But then he said, so I really doubt that you're going to be able to hear it. In, 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 I forget what he, how he put it. So that's why I didn't want to read it. But not all stations are built equally. So, And I'm not saying that you're going to be able to get 890 AM in Idaho or in uh, uh, Tennessee or anything. But just because there's an 890 in Galveston, Texas, doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to get our version of 890 in Houston. 
because it depends on how powerful the station is. And there's all sorts of inside radio stuff that I would have to get into. To that point, I mean, this as Kyle was pointing out in the previous segment, this would be quite a coincidence. Bradley wrote in and said, I live about an hour east of Kansas City. I found a portable radio, and I tuned it into 8.90 a.m., and to my amazement, it was Spanish music. Well, there's a lot of Spanish music on a.m. That would be quite the coincidence. It would, though. yes. Uh, on Monday, I'll see if I can get rad radio on the oh, actual yeah, radio. Oh, yeah, that's the real test. That, right. I mean, yeah, yeah if, it's, if it's there Monday, <laughs> if we're there Monday, then, then yes, that, that, then you know. If it's still Spanish, well, then darn it. <laughs> the best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. Aye, aye, aye. Brandon's Make your best guess and estimate the calculation in Rough Shore of Change. Got a follow up question here. This is from a Carolyn. Hi, Carolyn. She says, Which would be better, AM or FM? Is one clearer or stronger? Now, Carolyn's writing from the Sacramento area, so the, the strength of the, the signal will not matter because uh, 1047 FM is, is loud and proud throughout the greater Sacramento area. Uh, and, and and the AM is the stronger one if you're going to compare apples to apples. So really, which one is better is going to come down to your listening preference. A lot of people are so used to FM, they don't like the sound uh, that AM has. It's a, it's a different, you'll notice there's a difference yeah. in, in how the show sounds, how we sound, but at least you can hear us uh, on the AM station. All right, caller 18, uh, Doug, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Doug, we are looking for guest number seven to win Rob's change. What is your number? $400.20. Awesome. Way to be a loser. That's that's what? that's so cool. You lose. Oh, man. You all ching ching pow Yes, that was a jerk. That was just somebody who took away the opportunity for somebody else to uh, actually yeah. get through and play the uh -huh, game. Oh, you're so funny. Yeah, oh, and 420. You're so cool. Go tell all your friends. Yeah, I mean, yeah, way to go. Way to go. You, wow. You, by the way, yeah, just, just when you tell all your friends, Doug, you didn't screw up our show. You screwed all of the other people that listen, and I'm assuming yeah. that you don't care about that because you think they're all idiots or something like I that. I really like the fact that you guys assume he has friends. Oh, hey, you know what? That's a good and point. And then do me a favor and go watch the news and see what real problems are and get a perspective on life so you don't do dumb stuff like this. We will play uh, Wood Rob's Change again on Monday morning at 6.30. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. This is Rad Radio. We sell bags of salt and hold parties the week of Thanksgiving. Aren't we great? For details, head to radradio.com. Uh, we got a follow-up. No, that's not a follow-up email. It's an email about something we've been talking about, and I saw the name. I thought it was her again, but it's not. We had Allie write in, uh, who now we know is 60 years old, and she's driving to uh, Idaho. And uh, she won't be driving at night uh, because Dawn was very worried. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Single woman. She said, I do the salt drive all the time. Uh, and she mentioned that uh, their, her daughters have uh, Life 360 so that they always know where she is. And I said, well, wait a minute. You had mentioned uh, that there's a dead spot uh, where there's no internet. I said, you don't, do you need the internet? And Allison wrote in and said, FYI, Life 360 does not work without service. And that drive with no service between Rome, Oregon, to the Idaho border is about an hour. 
and a Aww. winding part of the drive. My fellow Allie, please be careful. Yes. She says she does it all the time. She must know something. That's what I thought, because I hate when it doesn't have the update yet. Which I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't resist, because uh, we were talking about on Monday morning, we're back on in Sacramento on the radio on 104.7 FM and 8.90 AM. And the big question is about the AM station, uh, because it is, it is a very powerful, strong 8.90 that reaches... Uh, we don't know how far, and, and which I'll explain uh, in a minute. Uh, so, and, and the other thing too is, is cool about being on on AM, and it's just a simulcast. Is that AM is still uh, a, a home for talk radio, and a lot of people just want talk. Will stay on, and truckers love AM because it goes further and things like that. So, hopefully, you'll get more. The, we're going to find out the reach of Rad. I never thought it was going to be more than uh, what I'm told already, which is it gets into northern Nevada, it gets into the Bay Area. Uh, it get I think San San Francisco even you know proper gets and then a North uh, Oregon border ish maybe, um, but then we start getting these emails from people going I tuned in eight ninety and it's playing Spanish music which is what's on eight ninety a.m. in Sacramento right now and it's moving and then on Monday it'll be us and I'm like oh my God it must be us well then. And I don't know if I got my information right because I was doing it so quickly, but there's a Don's right. Not only is AM home to a lot of Spanish, which that I knew, there's there's a lot of 890 AMs that play Spanish music. So <laughs> the experiment could be a failed one. You you yeah. could be you could be in, in Boise or, or or Denver thinking, yeah, I'm listening to Spanish music. And since I don't understand what they're saying, I can't tell that they're talking about Colorado. And then you tune in on Monday and it's still Spanish. So Yeah. Of course, if you're doing that right now, you can't hear me, so I don't know why no, I'm talking to you. That's all right. Um, oh, Don, I'm sorry. Dawn is insisting that I read this email. I've had it for like 45 minutes, and she's, she's, she keeps telling me, you better read that. You better read. I want to hear the answer, and it's timely. Uh, I got to go quick, though, because we're up against the end of the show here. Robert wrote in. I'm Robert. Uh, he said, since we didn't get Steve Mickelson in football talk today. Oh, right, yes. Oh, uh, my gosh. Uh, 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 Steve will be back on Monday. Yay, Steve. And uh, and we'll talk on and we'll do the uh, the podcast the Mix Picks podcast on uh, on Wednesday on Rad TV uh, at members.radradio.com. Uh, Robert says, Rob, I have a quick question for you. Do you see your 49ers losing four in a row this weekend? They play the six and two Jaguars, who are also coming off a bye week as well. I heard the Niners have Debo Samuel back, which will help a lot. But Purdy hasn't looked like himself for the past three weeks. I'll pause because he has another thing real quick. Um, I don't think they'll lose. They better not goddamn lose. But you're right. The Jaguars are looking good. Debo Samuel's a big help. Purdy, I don't know what's going on with him. And and if he plays like he used to play, then everybody's going to say that he can't win without Debo Samuels. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I don't have time to explain it. Oh, that's uh, okay. But um, they, they they better have righted the ship. I, 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 I picked him to win. I hope they'll win. Uh, if they don't, I think there's there's going to be a lot of rumbling about what we do with quarterback, what they do at quarterback. But then he goes on, he says, I'm a Raider fan. Raiders. They play the Jets, so I hope they can get that win, but they always play like crap against crap teams. Now, this is my issue with you, Robert. Um, I picked the Raiders to win that game. They better not have the attitude you do about the Jets. The Jets were pronounced dead weeks ago. You Both the Raiders and the Jets have four wins. Who's the crap team? And the Jets' defense is really, really good. Again, I picked the Raiders, but hopefully, and I, th- I do, th- I think the Raiders with J- the coach Josh McDaniels gone. I think we saw last week new life, new energy, and I, I think, I do think that they will win. I don't know, but I know this is crap talk. Jeez, that's by the way, that's what Dawn wanted us to call the radio station in Sacramento. <laughs> we turned it on. <laughs> Because I, I said Rad Rio. How that crap talk? Give me all this. Hey, if you're a welfare recipient and you're just waking up to start your busy day. Good morning. Here's a recap.
recap via emails from allegedly working Ooh. Americans of what you missed on today's show, Graham. Uh, Michael wrote in uh, a couple hours ago, very prematurely bossy, saying, can we please get an update on the stats for the pressure cooker from Michelle, the calculator? Oh. As a former winner and fellow man, has been so devastating to listen to all the men losing within the last two months or so. And I'm very curious how far the percentage has dropped. Good day. <laughs> as long as she's able, every Friday she gets us an email and we read it at the, uh, the end of the show. And I have that here. Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, keeps track of all the winners and losers by gender uh, since the inception of the pressure cooker. She says it's finally here. It's my Friday off. Woo, woo. So I can email a proper on-time pressure cooker report. Unfortunately, I don't have much good news in this report. Uh. People, is it the time change? Is some planet in retrograde? Are your underwear too tight? What are your excuses for being mostly failures? As usual, I have a woman to be disappointed in this week. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Deanna. Oh, poor Deanna. Deanna played on Wednesday, got one right. She said, um, too much. She pondered too effing long, and then she said, pass anyway. I kept yelling at my rad TV, spit it out, bitch. Oh, whoa, 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 <laughs> Michelle. She had neither speed nor smarts. For her sake, I hope she's cute. Oh, damn it. Luckily, <laughs> we also have way too many men who must be eunuchs. Look it up, kids. Because uh-huh. they're missing some part of them that says you're an American man and you should know about football. Yeah! Mario on Monday couldn't name one team playing Monday Night Football, and Axel today couldn't uh, name the team who won Thursday Night man. Football. We're just not making boys like we used to. It's football, idiots, not trigonometry. Name a damn team. <laughs> they probably know trigonometry. So, <laughs> good. We had two players this week who only got one right, Deanna and Mario, but there's still a clear winner for Loseriest Loser of the Week award. He couldn't name one team playing Monday Night Football, and he passed three times. So, yes, Mario, you are the Loseriest Loser of the Week. Mario, it's Friday. Maybe with your paycheck, you can go sign up for some sports TV package or some tutoring. Dumb and unmanly is no way to go through life. Here are... The statistics for pressure cooker winners and losers by gender since the start of the game in 2015. The men's all-time winning percentage since the start of the pressure cooker games in 2015 is 42.6%. And the women's winning percentage is 35.7%. Yeah, we're going to get you. Wasn't it at 37th beginning of this year? Yeah, it sure was. So what? Doesn't matter. We go down, then we go up. When's the going up going to start? It'll start. You just wait. I know when the going down is going to start. Oh, my boy. Uh, let's see. Danielle wrote in, uh, because uh, uh, we're talking about, uh, somebody wrote in, said my, uh, is this weird? Because uh, we started, it started with uh, taking the wrappers off candy and throwing the, the wrapper back in, like, the candy bowl or whatever. Lazy. And then somebody said, my wife, when she uses eggs, she cracks the eggs, and then she puts the shells back in the carton. Sure. And, and well, no, it's stupid. It makes no goddamn sense. Because <laughs> she keeps them there. She keeps them there and ah. puts it back in the fridge. So stupid. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Danielle says, OMG, my wife has always left the eggshells in the carton after using them for no purpose whatsoever. She just throws them all away after the last egg is used. At first, I thought it was so strange when we first started dating, but never questioned it. Then slowly over time, I adapted the habit, too. Yeah, that, that happens. <laughs> and I just asked her why or when she started doing that, and she told me it's just something her family has always done. It was a learned behavior from the first time she cracked an egg. She isn't a lazy person by any means, so I had to know what started it all for her. A well, lot of our quirks start that way. Well, yeah, and you know what? Thing is, you you don't have to like walk back and forth with one or two eggs. 
Right? Oh it's yeah, right there. it serves yeah. as the garbage. How laborious! Right? Yeah, because or or you know it's so it's so ridiculous to just put the eggs like on a paper plate that you have out because you're gonna throw all that away, or just on your counter Ooh, and then wipe but, down your counter. Yeah, but see that one is is not res- that, that that's not helping the planet out. You're right, and you know I couldn't care less about helping the planet out. <laughs> if I if I did, I wouldn't print out all these emails. I'd, I'd have some system where I could read off a computer. Very Don't care. True. Life's about convenience, and I, I really I really can handle walking two steps to a garbage can. <laughs> Which is where they are in the kitchen. Two steps? Your garbage can isn't right there by your stove. Yes, it is. It is literally right there by my, my main island counter. Ew. Both of them are. I don't like that. Since Dawn's then, kitchen you know is what? like... Then you know what? Don't cook oh, in my no, kitchen. No, no, wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Y- you have a fancy kitchen. It's not the garbage just sitting out. You, you It like pops out. You have those. That would be No, lovely. it's a garbage can with a lid. A garbage can with a lid just right there? Two of them, yes. Like cool. on purpose? Yes. Oh. <laughs> For convenience of what we're discussing here. Okay. I, you know what? I just don't like a garbage can in the kitchen. But Great. That's okay. You do you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, oh. we've, we've been doing it that way for nine years, so I think we'll just continue to do that. I mean, I, I like it like in a pantry closet. Yeah, and I, I'm not going to yeah. do all that goddamn walking. <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's not that much. So inconvenient. It's in the same room. It's so inconveniently stupid. But you do you. But you Is that how you do it? I, do. I learned from Rachel Ray, Google it. I don't even know if she still has a talk show. Didn't she stopped or whatever? She would use a bowl mm. as she's cooking to put all your garbage in. And I'll do that or I'll get a plastic bag and do it. And that's so what I was right there. describing in the beginning. That's what I do with a paper plate or a paper bowl. Put it all in there and then throw the whole thing away. Yes, but when you're talking about you don't want to walk across the room, I'm saying you could do that and then walk inside your pantry to throw it away instead of having your garbage can right there exposed in the kitchen. Or or I could have my garbage can right there exposed in the kitchen since it's my house. (laughs) Have a great weekend. We're back on Monday. (laughs) Okay, that does it. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long.